Hey everybody, it's 2018, so be like the cool kids and put your money tongues in our Patreon buttholes at patreon.com slash bmfcast. This week on the Bamfcast, I am doing an intro. I have no inner monologue. This is me now finishing the intro, saying, one star, we're in. All right, and welcome to the Bamfcast. Hey, Bamfcast. Woo. Episode 441. That's a number. It is. Thanks for commenting. Yeah. <laughs> As we do yeah. every single time. I'm Harlow. I'm Mackie. I'm Chuck. Yeah, BJ's not here, oh. but... Regardless, what we do each and every episode of the podcast is yeah, we go yeah. and, <laughs> we go and we watch ourselves a quote unquote bad movie. Mm. Come in here and talk about it for the <laughs> first half. Then we rate them good bad movies, enjoyable bad movies. Take it one to five jocks and robot jocks. Robot jocks. Oh my god! Yes, it's a good movie. Yes, but hold up. What? There are bad bad movies. So stay away. They're getting negative sliding scale. One to five bags and giant bags of trash. Oh no. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> That was the sassiest wow. movie yeah. the wow. man. You got sassy about that man. trash. Okay, then. <laughs> Sorry. I don't know where that came from. It's fine. Uh, anyway, um, we're deep in the middle of spooky month. Spooky. Spooky month. And uh, <laughs> I think, Chuck, you, you've been waiting some years to foist this movie upon us. Yes, and, I have. And it is 1984's Scream for Help. Yes, it is. Now... Because you reviewed this in 31 and 31 yeah. at youtube.com slash watercooler oh. back in season five. Yeah, six years ago. Was that a... Did you give it a five out of five? I did, yes. Yeah? Okay. I did. All right, just just set that up. Okay. You just laying the groundwork of why right. we're here. Yes. Because also just recently got a Blu-ray release from Shout Factory, Screen Correct. Factory. So. Skipped DVD. Skipped DVD. Man, that rare animal. <laughs> VHS to Blu-ray. VHS to Blu-ray. Yeah. Yeah. But a uh, quick plot summary, because that's what we do usually in the beginning. Okay. A teenage girl discovers that her stepfather is trying to murder her and her mother. But when she tells people, no one will believe her. <laughs> yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. We find this out in the first second. Thus, she must scream for help. Right. Yes. Yeah. Um, hmm. Not a lot of connections. No, the I was going to say, like, only a writing connection. Yeah. Tom Holland. Correct. Uh, not a Spider-Man. Spider-Man. Fame? No, no. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think he was born. No, no. At the time, yeah, um, all he did was what class of nineteen eighty four. Yes, and but I mean, went on to do like Fright Night, Fright Night, Child's Play. He's he's done some work in the horror genre, right? Yeah. But for us, class of nineteen eighty four is mm-hmm. yeah, all we've got. Spider Man. Yep, directed by Michael Winner, who uh-huh. somehow this is the first Michael Winner movie we've done, probably because well, there are a lot of um, we really want to get to Death Wish three, but we yeah. don't know how we we should sh- probably just fuck it and just we should just watch Death Wish. 3. Yeah, we should just. Forget everything, like, break our rule one time. Yeah. Because... Just jump in at three. It, you know you know why there's motivation in a Death Wish movie. Uh-huh. And yeah. Oh, yeah, we need to see too. Death Wish three. I right. Hear, I hear. Yeah. Yeah. Everyone that I've ever spoken to, and I tell them what they do, eventually it comes around to, have you watched Death Wish three? It's bonkers. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. And, I'm, and I go, no. Yeah. Anyway, this movie. Mm, yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, it so, kind of states its premise from the opening shot of the movie. The first 10 seconds, you know what this movie's about, thanks to the lead character. Yeah. Who is just narrating that she she gives her name, she says where she lives, she says she's 17, 
And then she just decides to throw out there, I think my stepdad's trying to kill my mom. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yep. Oh, and she lives in New Rochelle. Yes. I don't, don't know why that's important, but... It's you have just, to it's you know, establish a setting. New York. Screenplay. Good screenplay establishes the setting. <laughs> yeah. Now, <laughs> not all of, of them do it in <laughs> narrated dialogues. Oh, I guess not. Speaking of good screenplays, I have a question, because I'm, I'm assuming you've seen more Tom Holland mm-hmm. written movies than mm-hmm. I have, because I don't think I've av- ever seen Child's Play. Sorry. <gasps> sorry. <gasps> Okay, um, that's fine. I hear the doll does crazy shit. Yeah, Doll's and, name's Chuck. And then he, uh, you know, says some sarcastic things. Mm. Yeah, yeah, sometimes. Probably not in the first one. No, I don't know. It probably follows standard horror oh. movie formula first where he's like, serious, he's yeah. like serious ass, mean, mean killer thing. Yeah. And then by the third one, he's like, hey, I'm Chucky. He's yeah, and Chucky. I'm here to fucky. Yeah. yeah. But um, that's the fourth one. Oh, is it? <laughs> okay. Yes. yes. It is, um, actually. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm curious because, and I don't know if it's just the way that these... Um, actors mm-hmm. i say that with uh you know audible air quotes um sure. deliver the names but <laughs> all of the names besides new rochelle which is a real place right are dumb <laughs> like i mean they are other people's names yes. but they sound stupid when these people say them like it's because everyone is saying them in stephen king voice which is to say the entire name to no matter who they're speaking yeah. to i just yeah. mean like our main character's last name is cromwell you know, and it's like, okay. And then there's like the principal is named Peacock mm-hmm. and Paul Fox. <laughs> yeah. You know, it's just like, I don't know, like everything, like every time they say names, it's just like, why does that sound off? Like <laughs> everything that you're saying. <laughs> because sounds... they say people's last names at times when they shouldn't. Right. I guess so. Yeah. But anyway. Just, yeah. Like, just... because she will be talking to her mother about her stepdad, Paul Fox. And it's like, I'm sure your mom knows his last name. Because it's now her last name. Mm-hmm. You don't need to keep saying or Paul Fox or the boyfriend Josh Dealey. <laughs> yes, Josh Dealey. Mm-hmm. He, he even Josh will say his name like he will say it's me. It's Josh. Josh yeah. Dealey. Mm-hmm. Like S- Steve Holt. <laughs> right. It's just it's a weird. I don't know. Maybe it's a New England thing because, like I said, it's it's a part of a lot of Stephen King stories. Hmm. Um, Is this a Stephen King? This has nothing to do with Stephen King, right? No, you're just not. you're just saying. I'm just saying New England. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. I'm just generalizing about right. the region of the country okay. that I know nothing about. Also, New York is not New England. <laughs> no. Yeah. There's several states separating them. I don't know about yeah. that. It, it, no, I do. It's not Manhattan. <laughs> it, it, yeah, but still, the, New there's York. There's Manhattan and then New England. <laughs> no. Chuck. No. Quit while you're ahead. Yeah, no. Just There's like Connecticut <laughs> just, and Rhode Island. There's there's some yeah. things in, that aren't even New England. I don't know about that. Yeah. Maine's totally different. Yeah. Maine's New England, though. Yeah. It is. It's it's Maine, mainly Maine, Massachusetts, Vermont, New Hampshire. That's New England, New York, and arguably New York. Rhode Island. <laughs> no, Rhode Island's part of New England. Yeah, yeah. it's barely a thing. It's just, I'm just saying, it barely it is, counts as yes. a, anything. It's about it's about four square acres. Yeah. But anyway, two senators, other, other multiple representatives, other weird things. Because I mean, we are we are dancing around wanting to talk about the plot because uh, I'm not. Other other strange things about this movie are is the soundtrack. Is, yeah, the soundtrack is done by John Paul Jones of Led, Led Zeppelin. Zeppelin. Uh-huh. However, uh-huh. he feels a little out of his depth, or yeah. he was getting different notes than whoever was actually making the movie. Like I said during the movie, I think he had a lot of music in him, and he just wanted to get it out. Now, I the opening credits and the end credits slightly differ as to who's doing the music because the end credits say "Synthesizers" by John Paul Jones. I think he wrote the song, though, too. 
Okay. Because, I mean... Because, like, the opening credit says music by, but well, then there's the a bunch o- of music credits at well, the Well, the opening end. song is, like, somebody totally different. It's, like, it's it says opening song by so-and-so. Okay. And it's, like, it's just a different mm-hmm. song, I believe. Yeah. And then you've got his score throughout, and then the end song is him apparently having written the music, maybe done the synthesizers, and sung by John uh, John Anderson of Yes. Uh-huh. And it's... It's a bad song. It is. It's a real bad song. It's a Stargrove. It is not. It is not a Stargrove. Chuck, you shut your face. We will get to that later. That it will not be debated now. (laughs) It will not not be debated then either. Uh, Yeah. Anyway, but just saying, there's some weird things musically happening in this movie. Yeah. And now we will get to the plot, which... I. All right. And I'll probably say this now which we don't normally do, but I almost feel like you should go watch this first because there's a ton of misdirection in that first half that kind of, I, I don't know if it pays off or not. Like, I don't know how to, how to put it that way, but it feels like you're robbing yourself of something. If you know where this is going by the time it gets there. Yeah, because I think about a lot of my reactions to this movie in the first half of the movie mm-hmm. where like I literally told the main character, fuck you, you fucking idiot. Fuck you mm-hmm. joyfully. And then like where it ends up by the end. I I, I don't know. That's kind of my my warning. OK, that's fair. Because I know we don't normally do that. We're like, ah, but like this one feels a little bit like that where it's like, holy shit. By the end, you're just like, I what is happening here? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Um, last thing I'll say, just behind the scenes, people making this movie, most of the cast, either this was their only credit or this was like their last credit, like the main the main character, um, Christy, yeah. is like she did like a TV movie and some TV episode soap opera. and then like done. Yep. This was it and done. Yep. And mm-hmm. for me personally, it was very distracting because she looks like a pre-drugs Lindsay Lohan. Yeah. Very much like especially in the face. You know, mm-hmm. like because she has like the same almost freckles and blue well, eyes thing. It was like, this is really distracting. Mm-hmm. But yeah. And, and I mean, well, only because like you see her the most of everybody in this movie. Yeah. And I'll say this about her. Uh-huh. They got someone who's a believable 17 year old. Oh, yeah. Who actually looks like a 17 year old. Yeah. Yeah. The kids in this, maybe except for the best friend, yeah. uh, are believably awkward. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But it's because they're not actors. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yeah. So. Which kind of works for this. I Because, yeah, mm. man, this movie is just like, totally, what the fuck is this thing? Because it's kind of like part... It's like an after-school special. Yeah, part after... Like part Hallmark, you know, yeah. or, or part mm-hmm. Lifetime movie, but then there's part... tits and, you know, Christy's just telling people, fuck you, and, yeah. you know, and mm-hmm. it's... And there's... And then the there, there's, let's just put it this way. There are, what, five sex scenes where they get interrupted by someone walking in on them? Always Christy, except the one that Christy's in. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, as we said, the opening, the, like, the, the main opening of this movie is just her at her desk writing in her diary with internal monologue of, like, yep. yeah, but uh, I'm this. Yeah. Like, I don't know why anyone would be writing that in your, in your dialogue, in your diary, because no. it's like, you know who you are, you know where you live, you know how old you are. Why would you be writing that down or having this thought? However, mm-hmm. she establishes it and then has the punctuation of, like, and I think my stepdad's trying to kill my mom. Blam, blam, credits, you yep. know, establishing New Rochelle. And then it's just, like... It's her trying to figure out how to catch her shithead stepdad doing something. Yeah, because her shithead stepdad is not good. I mean, he's effectively 
hiding the fact that he's trying to murder everyone in the house, but doing it in a way of just like, she's like, you just did this to kill us. And he's like, no, I didn't. As he's like undoing the trap he just did mm-hmm. to murder them. Well, he's the first, like, I don't know what you're talking about. Well, the first one she catches him like uh, she she hears something at night mm-hmm. and she was, she was like, I was having a nightmare and heard something weird in the house. And she walks downstairs and she sees uh, Paul, her stepdad, mm-hmm. coming from like the direction the of where the basement is. Like not directly. Like she didn't see no. him come out of the ba- basement but it's like door, a mile away. But, he, but he's like, oh, I was working in my study. I just, you know, I couldn't sleep. And now I'm tired. I'm going to bed. And she's like. But his study wasn't that way. And so she <laughs> goes like down the hall and sees the, the cellar door open and like goes down or starts just stares down the uh, downstairs and then has this other weird and equally weird inner monologue. It's like, if only I'd known, you know, if only something was telling me that there was something wrong. Yeah. But there wasn't. So on to the next day. Right. And it cuts to cops at her house and she's coming home from school mm-hmm. and she learns that a le- electrical repairman showed up at the house to read the meter or whatever and died. Well, we got electrocuted. We don't know if he died. Just no, he annexed. dead. Yeah, that man well, died. Yeah, they said he was dead. Yeah. Did they? Oh yeah. Yes. That, okay. That dude died. Oh, okay, I just heard electrocuted. I don't know. I didn't hear. Oh yeah, that no. he actually died. Okay, no, he, fine. He he's dead. dead. Um. Yeah, and they're just like, oh yeah, there's water but, spilled. Yeah, out but she she immediately goes downstairs and like looks at the electrical panel, gets uncomfortably close, and there's no one. It's weird because like the house is swarming with paramedics, firemen, police officers. There's like eighty first responders. They, they have like <laughs> they have servants. Like this is a rich family. Yeah. You know, and so like there's there's just people everywhere. And they're interviewing people. No one is in the actual dangerous crime scene area. There's yeah, no, no one in the basement. There, no one's down there. Nothing's roped off. No. There's no like, hey, maybe don't touch this. <laughs> yeah. But she's just down there and she's like, oh, I suspect that he did this. Mm-hmm. And then just goes on a Paul did this. You know, like, yeah. why would anyone believe me? It yeah. was meant for my mother. But... Her problem is like she's basically crying wolf all the time. Immediately. Right? Yeah. <laughs> Immediately. Yeah. And everything that ever happens is tied to him trying to kill them. Mm-hmm. But she's also but- right. Yeah, like she's not faking it. It's not it's not the fable. It's not I'm going to cry wolf. And then finally, when there is a wolf, they won't believe me. It's no wolf right away. But that's the (laughs) thing is she's so one note about it that I was like waiting for the twist of like, it's actually her. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Because she is so intense. Like she's there is no stepdad and it's actually her the whole time. Yeah. I mean, like she's going to her friends just like, if you're my friend, you'll help me commit this crime trying to track down what Paul Fox is doing. Yeah, because right after this, she she runs over to Janie's house, bursts like bursts through the front door, like no knocking, bursts in her bedroom and she's straight <laughs> just throws open the door. <laughs> she is straight fucking this other dude and like yep. you know, and it's just like, "Oh, okay, that's happening." And she's like, "Oh, I guess I leave now." Yeah. And I'll, then I'll go down to the kitchen and she, have yeah, a snack. She goes down to the kitchen and then like Janie yeah, but, gets clothes on and comes downstairs and she's like, "I thought you were going to tell me if you ever did things with a boy." Yeah. And she's like, uh, what <laughs> yeah it's like yeah, and this, this girl been... is like uh, nonchalant as hell about all of this because i mean like when like she just throws the covers off and is like here <sighs> check out my rack yeah Sweet oh rack. yeah yo we've been fucking i'll mm-hmm. be down in a minute yeah yeah and then and then gets out and like josh walks down he's like hey what's up yeah like like uh, not pissed that he just got blue balled yeah Josh is going to get blue balled a lot in well, this the, movie, and yeah. it never seems to affect him. We don't know how long she may have given him some time to wrap up. <laughs> I'm just saying, like passage of time in the movie, she may have gone downstairs. Josh doesn't wrap up. <laughs> True. Yeah, all right, fine. We know he doesn't wrap up. Yeah. Well, no, we know at some point he did. Yeah. Because. Yeah. Yeah. Um. 
anyway, they just have a conversation. She's like, look, I need you to drive me around. I've got to follow Paul Fox, my stepdad. <laughs> you know, have you heard of him? Yeah. Paul Fox. And, and she's like, I need a car. They're like, if you weren't a dumbass and failed your driver's license, maybe she's like, fine, you won't help me. I'll do it myself. Yeah. And then it's a, a weird montage where she is tr- attempting to follow Paul, who works at the dealership where that her mom owns, yeah, Chrysler, and that's dealership. where they met. Yeah, and then like also nonchalantly, oh yeah, my mom owns a lot of other things around town because my parent, her parents were rich, blah mm-hmm. blah blah. But she pretty much focuses on the car mm-hmm. dealership. Yeah, so she follows him on her bike, not very well, like not not covertly at all, and then but keeps losing him because she's on a bike. But you know, and then she's like, so the next day I just. I stopped where he, you know, where yeah. I lost him last time. And sure enough, here he comes again. So she gets a little bit further and it's like, it's, it's over the course of like four yeah, days. It's like that four she days. She together. finally is like, she's like thought she lost him again and just happens to glance over and see his car, like sitting in a driveway. Yeah. But like, as soon as like she sees him pull out and she starts pedaling her bike and suddenly like it's music from Mannix or something. It's just this swinging jazz thing. Mm-hmm. Well, that's, going. that's the other weird thing. It's like every day. Is a different yeah, musical genre. It's a different like type of chase music, but it's not really a chase either. Mm-mm. It's just her pedaling furiously on her bike while her fucking stepdad is just riding around town, going wherever he's going. It's so bizarre, I and mean, it's it's cutting away where you're just like, the fuck is happening? There's a lot of stuff that makes me wonder, like, what was intentional and what wasn't, because like the way things play out near the end of the movie. It's shot like a movie from the 50s. Yeah. Like the way that the sequence of shots, the framing, that sort of thing is like played out in a way that's like from the 50s. And the score seems to almost be doing the same thing. It Mm -hmm. does. The other weird thing that this movie does is it throughout several points of the movie will have what feels like going to be like a side story about some characters or objects because it would like the camera will linger on something and then just to pan over and go like, well, that was happening as this is also happening. Yeah. Because there was a point where like there are two dogs just getting to know each other in the street. And then mm-hmm. she goes, you know, flying by on her bike. And it's like, well, forget those dogs. Like, <laughs> don't know why we showed you those for five, ten seconds. Mm-hmm. Like, and then yeah. other things like there's just like somebody will be like talking to somebody getting in a car. And it's just like, they're not important. Why are you watching them? Get back, <laughs> get to, away. The, get back mm-hmm. to her chasing her stepdad. Yeah. The, the thing about this is that so you can't make a classy exploitation movie. You just can't. So yeah. if you're going for like this 50s style melodrama, you can't load it up with sex and violence. Like you, you have to commit one way or the other. Yeah. And or else you get this. <laughs> yeah. So like, I, I know I've gone on record and defended the wicker man and say, and said, yeah, I think they were kind of in on the joke and they were making that to be goofy they weren't trying to make it as serious as possible. They were trying to be goofy. Mm-hmm. This, I think they were trying to make serious and made the wrong decision at every possible turn. Yeah. I, I think every creative decision they made in this was the wrong one. Now, I think the results of that are fucking hilarious, mm-hmm. but I think whenever they were like, what music do we put here? How do, what line read do we want to use from her? I think every single choice was dead wrong. It's, it's amazing. Mm-hmm. It, it's a, it's like a movie from the upside down. It's like it's it's just like aliens made this. Mm-hmm. It's like someone got some transmissions of movies into space and tried to make their own movie and thought this is what people will like. And you look at it and you go, man, what on earth is happening here? I, I feel like this is a case of like cocaine train wreck because I mean, like, I mean, this feels like someone who probably knew how to make a movie and like some people 
musicians and everybody. I mentioned Lindsay Lohan earlier. Some people handle drugs and mm-hmm. like it propels them creatively. Mm-hmm. Some people take drugs and fucking forget how to do everything that made them human. You know, and this, feel, right. this feels like, you know, I'm not saying Death Wish is a, a trashy movie. You know, the original one, but it's still a real film. Sure. You know, like the first one is a like regarded as a it's a exploitation thing, but it's also like it's a well-made actual film. Yeah, it's got some social commentary. It's got stuff to say. And but it's like this just feels like, yeah, I made these things. And then he just like I, I, I had no idea the same dude did all three that, i mean talk about a total shift that, that's like saying first blood to rambo three was all mm-hmm. the same guy it's yeah. like it's not yeah you know and it's like this feels like this guy just like got deeper into some sort of cocaine and it's like it just turned into like yeah i fucking made death wish three and rambo three mm-hmm. and I, I don't know i lost my damn mind you know <laughs> yeah 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 but it, i mean the first half of the movie is her just like nancy drewing around town trying exactly to mm-hmm. track down what her what her stepdad's doing yeah it's you like know, she's th- she's running around with her notebook like you know mm-hmm. i'm gonna get the clues and solve the mystery but then it's also like and now i'm watching my stepdad fuck yeah you well, know yeah because all right so we should break down the times <laughs> that she walks in because first time first time she like well so she's, she's following following to this house and she creeps up to the house and is looking through the blinds and we, she's not Paul's not fucking Brenda at this point in time. Mm-mm. They're just, you know, partially undressed, like they're starting canoodling. to. Yeah, they're starting to. And she's like, oh, I've seen something. And, you know, she's startled ever. by the other dude. Yeah. Who's outside being creepy. And right. she like steps on an aquarium or something yeah. that's outside and like makes the most noise possible. Well, I mean, mm-hmm. for as fancy as their house is, this place is pretty fucking white trashy. Yeah. Like it's like, oh, you know, yeah. it's weeds in the lawn and random shit in the it's yard like way aquariums. off the road yeah i mean it's a dirt you know yeah. it's just it's like all right we're in the shitty part of town with the crooked you know mailbox and everything <laughs> like yeah and so like yeah she runs away and they they try to pursue mm-hmm. and it's just like oh no well I, the stepdad beats her home oh yeah yeah she he sees her running off and he's like oh damn it it's christy mm-hmm. and, and then he's just like yeah saw you at the house you know yeah, I was going to give that girl a test drive. Yeah. He just gaslights the fuck out of oh, her. Oh, yeah. Because yeah. the mom shows up, too, and she's like, I caught him. He was over this house, and he's like, she saw me giving a, you know, a test drive to this lady. Or, yeah, she can't make it into the dealership. He calls it a so, demo ride, which makes yeah. it even weirder, because it's like, yeah, you were about to give her a yeah, demo ride. Yeah, you were going to demo her. <laughs> demo her ride. <laughs> but um, yeah. anyway, yeah, so just like the mom's like, oh, you stop this. And yes. then like, it's just, I think she goes yeah, to school. But the mom is basically just like, you know, you've been to therapy for this. Mm-hmm. We've uh, stopped the lying. Yeah. We're, yeah, we're tired of your lies. One of, her, one of her is like, I can't believe she left my dad for this guy. And then I found letters and they were, st- you know, he was trying to woo her while they were still married. And he's the reason, about, you yeah. know, all this stuff. Well, she's like, that makes him a bad guy. Yeah. He's bad. He wrote her love letters while he she was still married. Yeah. You know, and this movie also kind of tries to establish the dad character. Like, also, you might be thinking maybe the dad is, is doing all this behind the scenes. But, like, right away, you know that, no, it's the stepdad. He's just gaslighting her and, and right, doing a real bad job of it. Because, yeah, it doesn't take long. It's like, oh, yeah, obviously, he's he's not good. Yeah, no. Yeah, <laughs> but, but it's such, like, the way everyone treats it, like, like that she's just like, girl, you're just crazy. You they, know, they're what's treating wrong her like with she's you? the town crier. Like, she yeah. has this long history of just, like, making everything up. And it's the, the movie hasn't demonstrated that. It's just mm-hmm. like, no, he was just at her house almost fucking her. Oh, you stop lying. You know, it's like, yeah, but <laughs> well, and, and some of it's just so blatantly obvious that it's like this, like what? Yeah. You know, you can't like the, she has to be imagining this. There has to be something different about it because there's a point where 
I, I think the second time that he's caught, but well, I was going to say after that, when she goes to school the next day, this is you know where we meet. We see Brenda is like her because you know I'm sorry, but when they introduce her and her assets in the bedroom, it's like who who is this older friend of yours? This <laughs> right. this college or older age friend of yours? And it's like no, she's a fellow classmate. It's like really, but um, well, yeah, got to be of age to do nudity. Yeah, I, so. I guess. Yeah. I, well, I'm saying it's like, but they're talking. I love that they're they're talking in the library. and She's explaining more plot through hushed tones like for, for what they're talking about where she could be very agitated they're just mm-hmm. like and then we gotta do this and then like ran, they just have random person walk by Shh. oh within like four seconds and it's just like they're not talking loud yeah. at all yeah like fuck, fuck off you. <laughs> no talking at all man. yeah but she comes she comes home after that i believe and then that's when she catches you know her mom she comes in no no no, no. What, first what happens is she borrows the mom's car and her and josh is that what it is? Yeah, because okay, yeah. they go. Uh, so she gets Josh in the car, starts driving the car. Josh is like, "You flooded it," and it's like, "No, no, it's the car is running." Yeah, and also, she actually she's like, "Fuck you, Josh," and then just guns it, and they go flying down the road. Um, to which, like, immediately the gas pedal is stuck, mm-hmm. and Josh is like on the floorboards trying to pull the gas. Yeah, pedal and up. she's like, "The brake doesn't work. Brake doesn't work." Yeah, so they are just swerving all over the place and driving around like fucking idiots and. She was driving like an idiot before the gas pedal got stuck. Like she was yeah. going into the wrong lane of traffic. Well, yeah, she's like, I need to go faster. I need to make sure that I I get I there before get she there does. before they consummate <laughs> whatever. Yeah. Um, yeah. So they eventually uh, crash to a halt because like he's they able to, to avoid. He's able to hit the brake. Yeah. Well, no, 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 no. So he pulls the ignition, the the keys out of the yeah, ignition. But they don't throw it in neutral, so the steering wheel locks. Right. And she's like, I can't steer. So, but then somehow they do steer because there's a, a lady pushing a baby carriage, and they swerve to miss it and do a yeah. 180 and slam into another car. I could have sworn he hit the br- he went over like reached she, across and hit the brake. She did. And it actually worked. Finally, sort of hit the brakes a little bit, but yeah. yeah the, then the, at that point, the steering okay. wheel was locked, and you know, blah yeah. blah blah. So, I, again, like just pro tip, kids, like if you're in a car that can't stop cruise control brakes, whatever, fucking a put it in neutral if you have room to coast to a stop mm-hmm. or b throw that shit in reverse. That will kill your engine real fast. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like it'll it, destroy your car, also, but sure. it yeah. will not kill you. Yeah. <laughs> car, you. Yeah. Also, yeah. handbrake, parking brake, whatever. Just hit these. Th- hit all the things that can make you stop while <laughs> you're moving. Now, I like Josh gets out of the car like you're fucking nuts and storms off and yeah. she just kind of has like a laugh to herself like, oh, what a day, you know, mm. like they didn't almost just die right. and murder half yeah, the town. Yeah. And then of that's, course, that's when she goes home. Well, she well, goes, no, she she goes, goes, goes to the mechanic. mechanic. Oh, and the mechanic's like, ah, you broke your solenoid oh, here. No, your carburetor spring. Yeah. And he's like, uh, nothing. And she's like, no, what? And he's like, nah, it's not important. And she's like, no, tell me. And he's like, well, I ain't never seen that happen before ever. Yeah, these like, don't these don't really break ever. And then the camera like zooms in on her like dun dun dun. So mm-hmm. she goes home with the thing in her hand like I'm going to confront him. Mm-hmm. Now she walks up to the front door. As she walks up to the front door, the maid is leaving. Like mm-hmm. her shift has just ended. She walks in and there are just furious sex noises happening. Mm-hmm. Where it's, mom is just like, oh Paul Fox, oh <laughs> Paul Fox, uh, Paul Fox. <laughs> and so she her walks mom. up there and watches them fuck for a minute and then runs to her room super dramatically just oh, she throws has, herself on the bed yeah she has she she needed a fainting couch because that's the move she pulls <laughs> yes flings herself on her bed covers her ears the fucking noises get louder and she dramatically drops the the broken spring or whatever on the floor mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah so so that happens and then that's when like way after this Paul Fox shows up at her door and mm-hmm. is like, uh, well, no, 
No, that okay. I'm thinking of. I'm yeah, thinking no, no, of, I, think, I know what I'm. No, I think he did. He did knock on the door because, like, no, yeah, you're right. Yeah, it's, no, it's yeah, not. Yeah, it's, it's not the bathroom yeah, no, scene it's yet. Not yet. Yeah, yeah, because they, yeah, that's, something important happens. That's before that's the tied to right. something very important. Okay, so she does finally talk her friend into like, let me use your car. We've got to follow them. We, you know, yeah. I'm pretty sure that I don't. The, the jump from them trying to fuck at her house yeah. to them suddenly trying to fuck at a motel. Yeah, how they got the information they were going I'm, to that hotel. I'm only I don't guessing know. because like everyone describes this as, as the fuck motel. Yeah. You know, like the nobody uses their own. <laughs> you know, right? Names it's and, like that because she they followed her car. Okay, is they got there is? enough to oh, follow right. they Brenda's car. Brenda's car. Okay. Yeah. Anyway, they go to the to the Notel Motel. Yeah, the that that place, and then like, oh look, here's her car, and oh look, there's Paul Fox's car, and and uh, not Brenda. What the hell's her friend's name? Jane, Janie, Janie, Janie. Janie stays Janie. in the car. Janie stays yeah. in the car, but she's at, she very at the very beginning. She's like, I got something really important to talk to you about. She's not right now. Yeah. Like this is this is important. Yeah, do this and sneaks off to find them fucking in a hotel room she has to peek in every window along yeah. the way and, and again there's a random couple that just comes out and has like a weird fight session <laughs> yeah. and it's it's only notable because like the guy what is what was her name it was like it was like arlene or something yeah like it was he's, just like he's just was, like oh come on arlene yeah, let's go it was like <laughs> just the way this dude said this yeah. lady's name it's like the fuck yeah and he was like a nerdy insurance salesman and she was like a fucking knockout uh, lady hooker, yeah prostitute. but he was talking yeah. to her like come but, on you like he was still alive prostitute <laughs> Um, but anyway, so like she peeks in every window along the way and finally gets to the window where the fucking is going to happen mm -hmm. and then sees it and has to go back and get uh, Janie. Yeah. And then so they run it. They run upstairs and are going to I don't know. She's going to get she uh, wants her to see yeah, it. She's like, she, if someone else, uh, you know, corroborates my story, then they maybe they'll believe me. Yeah. But they get up the, the stairs to go watch, I guess, again. And then Paul is like, I guess, done fucking and decided he needs some ice. He's getting some ice like 10 seconds after the fucking started. Yeah. It's like ice time. <laughs> You know, sometimes he's gonna he, ice himself down. Well, he knows some. He knows that he funky was ice stuff. No, he knows he was gonna get interrupted, so he went ahead and got the ice for yeah. his balls. Oh. <laughs> but yes, and that you know they see him, and there's like a chase, mm -hmm. and they just they run off on foot. You know, he he doesn't make it because maid carts in the way of the stairs, and there's a comedic like tumble over that. And he, a shoe goes flying. Yeah, he and loses all. a shoe. And so like they're they're like run off through the woods and like leave her, you know, Janie's car behind, and then they're just like. Well, I guess we're walking home from here, I, you know. Yeah. And oh, by just, the way. And then they're just like, <laughs> they're just walking down the street. And then like, that's when Janie's like, yeah, by the way. Or she's like, oh, I don't feel so good. And they're yeah. like, oh, what's wrong? She's like, well, I'm pregnant. Yep. Yeah. Josh. I was going to tell you that earlier, but yeah. you told me nothing was more important than catching your stepfather right. fucking some random girl. Right. Yeah. He's like, eh, Josh is the father. I'm getting an abortion. Yeah. Because, duh. No. I've got my whole life yeah. ahead. Yeah. Not, not only that, she, her line read is exactly like the guy, the kid in The Phantom Menace. <laughs> right. Because they're like, what are you going to do? She's like, I'm going to get an abortion, of course. <laughs> of course. <laughs> <laughs> and it's just like, yeah. thanks, Anakin's friend. Yeah. But and yeah. she launches into this and whole, she's like, like, I've, I've got, got my, my whole, whole life in front of me, <laughs> all this stuff. And then you see fucking Brenda's red car. Obviously, Brenda's red car just hauling ass down the street behind them. Yep. And then it's the dramatic, like, the last second they hear it and it's like oh no and then Janie's fucking well, plowed Christy is like look out and then just dives out of the way doesn't try to grab her friend or anything she mm -hmm. just saves herself and yeah then this girl gets fucking lit up by this car and just is a bloody mess on the side mm -hmm. of the road to which like the car speeds away mm -hmm. and Christy is just like no <laughs> as the camera cranes back mm -hmm. and the music swells and like yep. the fuck is happening and then yep. straight to the hospital and yep she's actually dead because yeah. doctors come out and tell her parents which do the wailing and ah! 
you know, like overacting mm-hmm. soap opera thing. Yep. And then like Paul Fox is there <laughs> and he's just like, don't worry, I got this. Yeah. And walks over. He's like, she died on the operating table. Now, Christy is sitting <laughs> five, six feet away from the, the whaling mother. Yeah, and she knows mother. this already. And then he's just like, has to lean over like, hey. She died on the operating table. Yeah. And then they wheel the fucking dead body out into the lobby of the hospital. Yep. <laughs> yep. Like right down the hall. <laughs> you know, white sheet just like, well, you know, here's reception. Unfortunately, this happens sometimes. We only got one entrance to that room. So by the way, just a secret tip for anyone who knows anything behind the scenes of a hospital. Yeah. If you ever see a particularly large uh, gurney wheeling around some, you know, sheets and towels and things like that. Mm-hmm. It, it's not for that. There's a dead body under it. What? They have they have special gurneys so that they can hide when people die. Oh it just looks God. like they're pushing linens around. Yeah. So, yeah. Gross. I'm just saying, like, they have linen carts, but they're much smaller. <laughs> just pro tip. Hmm. They, hospitals do really don't like it for you to know that someone died there. <laughs> so Yeah, they, it's, they, bad, it's bad for their they, rep. Yeah, <laughs> they, they, they go out of their way to not yeah. do that. So. Yeah, anyway, it does make just, sense. Yeah, checks yeah. out. But, yeah, but uh, then she's like, well, the, the, the police chief has some questions for you. Yeah. And then... So she goes in to talk to him, and he's basically just like, "All right, well, well, they, they, he, you know, he mildly what, questions her at the hospital, and then she goes back to school. First off, some bullies, just two people, are like, "Well, is it, if it isn't the friend of the Grim Reaper, you yeah. know, your friend would be still be alive if she hadn't been following you on your wild goose chase." Nah. Yeah. To which Josh comes up and is like, "Hey, stick him up. Yeah, I'll fight you. I'll, Get out of I'll here. I'll punch both yeah. of you nerds." Yeah. And they're like, "Well, we're just razzing her about this," and it's like, "Yeah." Her this friend just got hit by a car and we're just fun and like <laughs> what universe do you i mean i know you're assholes because you're teenagers but holy shit what universe do you live in where you immediately tease someone yeah. about their friend getting killed yeah. in front of you as yeah. someone who's had someone in his class die not you know for a reason like that's most people's like other than rebels that's usually like the first time that's fucking somber. Oh, like, yeah. It, it yeah. doesn't matter if you don't know them or not. You're just like, that is like your first time, like realizing someone your age can die. Mm-hmm. No mm-hmm. one makes fucking jokes about that. No. Yeah. no, you have to be beyond sociopathic to make a fucking joke at that because it's like, that's your first glimpse of like, oh shit, mortality is not just for old people. Right. You know, like, it is new you know, So, I mean, you know, I mean, you know yeah, well, true. it's nothing but assholes. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. And incompetent people. You think it's part of New England and you're just randomly insulting New Rochelle. Yeah. Upstate New York is lovely, I'll have you know. I don't know. And not those assholes. But well. anyway. <laughs> um anyway, so that yeah. She goes back to school, gets razzed by them, and then Josh the hero comes in and like, Yeah, yeah, yeah I'll fight you. Yeah. And chase him off. And then it's like Josh, She gets called Josh's, to the principal's Josh's office. Josh's dad, who is the police commissioner, yeah. And he is meeting her in the principal's office. And she, like a hospital, said, like I suspect. Once again, told him. Now I suspect it was Paul Fox. He fucked with. She the, doesn't say I suspect. She says it was, it was. Paul Fox yeah. who killed her. He, he fucked with the car. He tried to kill my mom with the electricity thing. And he's like, that was an accident. That was an accident. And and he's just like, no, it was him. I'm out of here. And then so he confronts her later at the school, and he's for whatever reason is sitting in the principal's chair, which is not. At a desk? No, it's just out in the open. It's just a big, cushy leather office chair, like the biggest, cushiest kind you can think of, with no desk. And And, speaking of out in the open. And he's just sitting there, legs splayed. Yep. Just rocking back and 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 forth. forth. Like, 
Like, all of a sudden, he's going to be like, well, we can overlook this if you want to, you yeah. know. <laughs> but I mean, but I love that, like, before this, they had been leaning up to it, where she's like, finally, someone on my side who believes me and mm-hmm. is going to help me out. And the police chief, and oh, he's being so friendly to my parents, but that's what that's what the police do. They cozy up to you before they yeah. slam the cuffs on. Right. And all this. And then she goes into the principal's office, and he just goes, you might be the worst child I've ever seen. <laughs> he literally says that. He I've talked says, to your parents. You might be the what worst. What is wrong with you? But but that completely goes on to com- contradict everything that he's just previously said. Yeah. Because he's like, well, your mother said Paul was like at the dealership with her at the time. Brenda's with was with her brother, you know, something like that. And you yeah, know, just oh, everyone has an alibi. You lying child. Like, well, did, did you check at the ho- at the motel? Like, you know, surely somebody saw one of like, them in the car yeah. or something. He's like, nobody ever uses their real name or anything about that or says anything about that hotel. It's the yeah. fucking sleeves motel. Mm-hmm. And then it's like, yeah, and she's like, but the car was there. She's like, yeah, because you guys drove there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 And it's just like, he's like, also, they okay. could check Brenda's car for, you know, like blood. <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, they, but no, 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 he's just like, nah, you're lying. You're the worst child ever. Yeah. Swing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, which again, it makes it, it made me just do like the whole like the same thing with un, of unknown origin. It's like, is this happening all like, is this actually is this just her being fucking crazy? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or is there actually something here, you know? And yeah, yeah. but she's just basically. OK, so later that night, but she goes. Yeah, she goes home. She's mopey listening to music. Yeah. And then Josh comes by. Mm-hmm. Uh, her parents are at the Rotary Club. <laughs> Rotary Club dance. Yes. Yeah. And uh, he's like, so we should talk. Yeah, I thought you might be feeling kind of down. And then he's like, we should kiss. And mm-hmm. then she's like, yeah, all right. And then is all like, no, I don't want to do this. Keep in mind, yeah. he was <laughs> he was dating the girl. Yeah. And was granted, the father of her child. <laughs> granted, she did catch him flirting with other girls. Yeah, he's a, he's a real shit Yeah, Josh kind of sucks. He's playing the field in the 80s. But mm-hmm. still, this is I don't even think they've had the funeral for this girl yet. Oh, no, no, oh, no, no. no. <laughs> and he's just like... No, they're still wheeling the body through the lobby. Yeah. yeah. And he's just like, I feel like we're going through the same thing, so we should really fuck. And she's like, ew, no, go away. And he's like, cool. And he goes to leave. And then she runs out after him and she's like, come to bed. And he's like, all right. <laughs> so they just, they casually stroll upstairs. They casually just silently take their clothes off. They casually kind of get into bed. And so we, first of all, you don't see anything happen. It no. cuts to the parents come home early. And they, yeah. I, I just want to know, because it's again, weird things in this. They have like a three car garage and it's got one of those like sideways <laughs> garage doors. That's, you know, like, like a sliding glass door, but yeah. garage, yeah. this thing opens fast oh yeah and i like it so fast i was like oh someone's getting murdered with that yeah, later that thing's gonna murder someone like, like i was just like like the actual scream i was expecting a garage door death <laughs> you know like i'm almost like now wondering if they were like conscious of that like someone should have died by that garage door yeah. we're, we're gonna fix that in our movie yeah but um <laughs> yeah <laughs> but anyway like they just come home early and then it's like we we had just seen them like so peacefully and, and yeah, casually got nice. to get into bed maybe there's going to be some some tender love making cut to they're fucking and she's not she's screaming just, for help she's screaming and crying pain. he's yeah. fucking going for it mm-hmm. she is like Ow. making the most Ow. painful Ow. faces and sounds and he's like what's wrong and she says oh nothing it just really hurts and he's like cool and just <laughs> keeps on going mm-hmm. like what the fuck 
fuck movie like jesus christ you can't do anything right (laughs) yeah it's so weird and then paul fox just throws open the door and he's like well looky what we have here yeah you get dressed and get the fuck out of here and you yeah i i will say this paul's like (laughs) she's like what are you what are you doing home and he's like well you know after your antics today yeah your mom wasn't up for a fun time at the rotary club and then and he makes josh leave he's like go through the back door so she doesn't see you because she's downstairs making tea and she really doesn't need this today yeah yeah and then she's like don't tell my mom she's like unlike you i'm not going to try to tell people about sexual ex- escapades he calls them sec- other Dalliances. people's sexual foibles foibles yes yeah, he was. calls them foibles yes yeah and that's and that's when she is like oh okay Okay, I don't yeah. know. And then looks at her hand. It's like, oh, God, blood everywhere. Yeah. yeah. And she goes, she makes a beeline for the and, bathroom. And this is when it gets a little weird because he gets this look on his face like, hey, wait a minute. Check that out. And, and then like, he gets oh, like, God, the, and then he gets like this, this stink face look. Yeah. <laughs> and then so the mother calls up and is like, what's going on up there? And he's like, oh, no, she just slammed her finger in a door oh, he did he said I, yeah, did. I did or something we'll be down in a minute and I, just, then- I just love that they make one thump and she's like paul are you okay <laughs> yeah. is everything all right up there paul it's like what yeah so she starts to just run to the bathroom because of course she's covered in blood mm-hmm. and he's like whoa 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 hold on and then goes into the bathroom and dismantles this obvious gas trap that he has set for the room yep. to blow up yeah <laughs> like first opens the like kind of shuts the door behind him but doesn't like like oh i have to go to the bathroom first and like lock the door or anything he yeah. just closes the door believes it open as he's opening the window and wafting the gas out yep and correcting to you know and, to lighting and the pulling like the blanket out yeah. of the in plate like in view of her she's standing yeah. there like uh-huh you were gonna kill me weren't yeah, you he's, he's like i don't know what you're talking light, about all this other like yeah. it's like what the he is fuck? dismantling this mousetrap that he has built to kill her in plain view of her mm-hmm. saying i don't know what you're talking about well she's like mm-hmm, you were gonna kill me weren't you and he's like i don't know what you're talking yeah, about yeah and there's anyway, like a towel b- under the door under so the that door. the gas wouldn't seep out it's and see and again this is when i'm like is she just imagining this yeah. or what the fuck is happening and he's even right saying, now? like I, I thought i heard a faint sm- uh, smell of gas so i yeah. have to fix this heater right and then just like fi- final step is of course lighting the pilot light back and then like let's bye yeah and oh also when they flipped on the lights the the light switch went it sparked which would have set off the yeah. explosion so it's all various uh, very obviously like this rube goldberg explosion device mm-hmm. <laughs> and the actual the only rube is the girl because <laughs> <laughs> she's just like well i guess that's mm, you were gonna kill me yeah. oh yeah because you have to kill me because if if you kill my mother i get the money not you he's she's very matter of fact just explaining his own plot to him mm-hmm. while he is going nah <laughs> i don't know what you're talking about and she's like yeah that's what you were gonna do you're gonna do this and as he's undoing the thing he's like Mm-mm, no i have no idea what you're talking yeah, about yeah. anyway i'm gonna go check on your mother mm-hmm. <laughs> so and then i think it's the next day the mom's like oh breakfast and is walking down the <laughs> stairs and he has like bent one of the braces on the stairs to where it's just sticking out like Mm-hmm. You should see this. Yeah, because it's like it's you know they're fancy. They can't just have like a, a standard like staircase rail. It's like mm-hmm. these brass bar things, and then yeah, yeah he's bent one down, and she just Wah! yeah, she hits it and totally Chevy chases <laughs> yeah. down that staircase. The best thing is like she she mother's laying face down, <laughs> like looks dead at the end of the at the end of the stairs. Paul comes running up, and she's like, "I knew you'd do it. Yeah, I knew you finally, finally did, did it." it. <laughs> he's like, "Go call nine one one. What the fuck?" <laughs> I mean, what the? 
And then she's like, oh. <laughs> this girl just wants to be right. Yeah. She doesn't care what happens. Oh, like, like the actual consequences. Mom. To be fair, the she mom just wants to, everyone to know that she was right about it. The mom is such a nothing character in this movie. It's like. She's an idiot. Yeah, the mom's kind of an idiot, and like everyone in this movie's an idiot. Yeah. The mom's especially an she's idiot, a blank though. slate. Yeah, idiot. that's she's what I'm saying. <laughs> she she is just like this this empty piece of paper where they're like character trait. Yeah, money. Yes, <laughs> there's money. Dollar sign. Yeah, money. Question mark. Mom. Yeah. Period. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but now she has the character trait of having a cast on yeah, her foot because yeah. there's a whole thing where they go there and then like overly like happy doctor in the er is just like well it's a clean break yep if you can stay the night or you can go home right now she's like i'll, I'll go home okay all great. i'll then. go get a wheelchair <laughs> and this is like dude i know it's like your one movie scene ever mm-hmm. but calm yeah. the fuck down dr doolittle there <laughs> yeah <laughs> um but anyway yeah so she goes home and it now has a cast and um yeah. fuck what's what is the next dumb thing she does well, is this when she is like, I'm going to go back. She she's immediately staking out the house again. Right. Waiting for them to fuck. And yeah, it, she's like, oh, th- he'll definitely be out now. because She's, you know, mom's not going to work. It's going to be so much easier for yeah. him to philander. Now, this is really convoluted because like she's watching the quote unquote brother in the main room of the house watching mm-hmm. TV and then hears fucking happening mm-hmm. and goes around the house to where the fucking is happening. Now. What we're going to find out in a few minutes is that that dude is not her brother. That dude is her husband, and this is a big scam. Mm -hmm. But that dude is just sitting two rooms away from them, fucking their brains out, and he has no idea it's happening and finds out about it through a prop that's about to come up. So No, I think he knows the fucking is happening, and that's why he's got the Western turned up so loud, so he doesn't hear it. No, I don't think so. No, 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 hold on. So I'm saying I think he knows about it, but like, okay, so her her brilliant plan is that she has an old school Polaroid and is going to take a picture of them fucking, and that will be her proof. Honestly... It's not. It's the best plan she's had it, so far. I'm going to say it's not the worst because plan. it has actual evidence. It does have actual evidence. However, there is a window that she is looking through and can see them. Let's just say enthusiastically having sex, and they're fucking. They're fucking hard and <laughs> not hardly fucking um, towards the window, which is good for the view of the yeah, camera. But she, it's like shutter style windows, and then she's like, despite it being glass where she can see just fine opens the window yeah. sticks the polaroid in snaps it which of course they hear and react to yeah it and flashes it flashes <laughs> and then she's like oh shit gotta go and pulls the camera out while pulling the polaroid that is shot out the front and dropping it into the room with yep. them yep turns around trips over the flower bed and like tries to get away this is the point when i screamed fuck you <laughs> you fucking idiot yeah Fuck off. You're so fucking stupid like, and worthless. You, I'm <laughs> just, Fuck you. I'm just saying, like, you could shoot a picture through the glass. Yes. Easily. Yes, you can. But also cover the flash, you know, because, like, it's bright enough. But anyway. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so she loses the Polaroid, goes and hides in the bushes. Everyone comes outside. Like, where the fuck is he? You got to find her and spread off to, like, try to find her slash murder her. Mm-hmm. In this meantime, she's like goes back to the house because she's like, I got to get that Polaroid, digs around the flower bed, hears them coming around the corner again, decides, I guess I have to jump into the house, finds the Polaroid, I think. Nope. No, no, no. She, no, she hides, yeah, from yeah, the right. dude. hides from the dude. Dude finds the Polaroid. Yeah, because like, I guess, 
I guess Paul was just like, well, she's not here. I guess I'm going to go back home. And Paul fucks off. Like, yeah. I don't know where Paul goes. I guess but he's, he's just like gone. She's probably running home to tell her mom again. Yeah. So I'm going to go murder her there. But this is when the brother that we now learn is not the brother at all confronts his wife, who's yes. not really a sister at all. And they like they get in a big verbal argument. Now, what I'm arguing about is that he knew they were fucking. Like, that was part of the deal of, like, you've got to lead him on, tell him I'm your brother, you guys fuck. He he gets shown the picture, or he finds the picture. Yeah. And then it's like, oh, you're enjoying this. She, he's like, he does not, say that, he's like, yeah. He's like, yeah. you're not supposed, you were supposed to be fucking him, but not enjoying it. Look at the, look at on your face. And he just goes into blind, jealous rage, busts, busts into the bathroom, which she has been running, sneaking all through the house, trying to hide, and eventually has to hide in the shower. Yeah. Yeah, because she locks herself in the bathroom while while the, he's basically slamming this woman's head against the door on the right. other side, and she tries to open the the bathroom window, of course, but there's a screen outside, so she can't get out. Yeah. So yeah, she has she just hides in the shower. Yeah. To which domestic violence happens in the bathroom. Yep. You know, just like beating, and then it's like don't don't bleed on the floor. Yeah, don't bleed on my floor. And then there's like you know suspenseful, like he's trying to like bleed in the shower, and then yeah. it's like she's hiding there and creeping more and more into the corner. And then, like, she's just about, like, they're all about to open the shower curtain, to which then finally the doorbell rings. And it's Josh just like, hey, do the Smiths live here? He's like, no, nobody here by that name. Or she, she the he makes the, the yeah. wife go answer the door. And she's yeah. like, fuck off, kid. There's nobody here by that name. And he's like, oh, okay. And it gives her a chance to get out of the house. And she with is the picture. She, or no, 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 not she, she is just about to get away. Like she's climbing. She thought she, she got all the way out the window yeah. and does like the, okay, I'm free and turns and runs right into the brother, dude. Yeah. And then he gives her the Polaroid. And it's just like, yeah, this is going to fuck up Paul said, Fox's plan. Yeah, yeah. It's going to make him go faster, basically. Yeah, and yeah because like, they've discussed the plan that they're married. And then once he's mm-hmm. and she's overheard all this. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And that once once he uh, once he's killed them off, they can they blackmail, blackmail him, him for the rest the of the money. And yeah. get the money anyway. Yeah. 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 So that's that's their that's their master plan. Yep. And she goes home with Polaroid. And like walks into the house and Paul Fox is like, hey, what the fuck are you? And well, then he goes, the mom, hey, give me that. And the mom's like, what the hell are you doing to her? Let go of her. And she's like, mom, look at this. And the mom is just like, well, yeah. <laughs> I never get out. Yeah. And well, he and he launches into just like a I've hated you ever since I was a baby driving by your fucking rich family and fuck you and everything. Yeah. And I was going to murder you for the money. I was going to murder you because I fucking hate you. Yeah. And I just kissing you makes me puke. Yeah. And then live with that for the rest of your life. Yeah. And she's like, get out. And so he does. Mm-hmm. And yeah. then you're like, this movie's over. Yeah. Because, <laughs> like, uh, Christy goes up to her room and, like, writes and, the final chapter in her diary. <laughs> yeah. And the mom lays down on the couch all depressed. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Even the maid can't cheer her up. No. Yeah. She's like, I'll close the curtains for you and everything. Yeah. And okay, I'll just be sitting here, you know, wallowing. Yep. And Christy's basically, like, writing, like, and that was how, that's the story of how my stepdad almost murdered my stepmom. Yep. And then it cuts out. And then the third act begins. Yeah, it cuts outside to the external view of the house. And then the three criminals walk into frame with this like sinister music sting. And it's like, oh, all right. Now this is a home invasion movie. Mm hmm. And that's what it is for which the is exactly what I said like, yeah. <laughs> when, they, when they were walking. I was like, oh, OK, it's just, yeah, yeah, we've yeah. gone from raw dog into straw dog. Yeah. I guess. Mm-hmm. Now, there's a lot of hot bullshit in this last <laughs> long. Wow. Third act of this movie. Um, so let me let me try to sum up some of it real quick. Mm-hmm. The, the bad guys come up with a plan that they're going to kill them and make it look like a robbery. But robberies don't happen until 2 a.m. So they have to basically lock them in the basement until 2 a.m. And then they can kill them. Well, see, 3 a.m. is the witching hour. 2 a.m. is the breaking and entering hour. Oh, okay. Like, it, I wasn't the sure. The whole mat- night is really mapped out. Yeah. yeah. 
I, I guess I need like yeah. a chart. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you should probably like listen to like Rock Around the Clock. I think they explain <laughs> oh, that it all. Does yeah. it? Yes. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I, I believe that. Okay, this good. Is part of it. Yeah. Um, so they're locked in the basement and kind of nonplussed by everything that's going on. And this just becomes a nonstop like take them out of the basement, put them back in the basement, take them out of the basement. It's not two o'clock yet. Put them back in the basement. Well, but, Josh, Josh tries to call on the phone. Yeah. And then, you know, he calls what you call. I guess she has her own private. Well, they're rich. She has her own private line because like first the upstairs for right. her, her phone rings and then the main phone rings and they mm-hmm. eventually like he's just going to keep calling. So they make Paul answer it. Yeah. You know, also, by the way, they've also gotten in a fight, I think, because well, they convinced Paul that Christy has explained to Paul they're married. And they're going to fuck you over. And that leads to Paul taking Christy into the kitchen and telling her to say something about them being married. He he instructs her, like, just drop what you heard into conversation and I'm going to watch the reaction. Yeah. But this is after they're giving she passes him the ketchup Mm. and lovingly strokes her hand as Mm -hmm. for like a minute, like while they're not passing the ketchup. It's just like he knows right away. He's like. Oh, fuck. But then it's like, I need confirmation. Well, this is like this is the type of movie where. Little things get over exaggerated for dramatic effect. Yes. You know, like like and and it's again, like how I thought about the first half is it's like, is this what's actually happening or is this how the character is perceiving that things are happening? Right. And this is very clearly one of those cases of like. This guy, oh, suddenly, you know, now that now that he's got this piece of evidence in his brain, suddenly this is this makes it completely different. Right. I, I just wanted to redo my joke that I said during the movie with the ketchup passing scene. Oh, yes. Because that was 57 ways to know he was her lover. Yes. Was, yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yep. So uh, Paul brings her up and says she's going to make blueberry pancakes for everybody. Yay! Yeah, her pancakes are fantastic. Right. You're going to love them. And he's, he's, he's like, all right, you're going to make pancakes and then just casually drop what you heard in the conversation. And right. She's like, all right, pancakes and everything. So how long have you two been married? <laughs> and they're like, record scratch. <laughs> what? What? And then We're Paul's like, married. I fucking knew it. This is my <laughs> oh, brother. No. Yeah, they do that. And then she's like, oh, come on. Yeah. Yeah. And they're like, you little bitch. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, this just becomes a, a fight, and they beat the hell out of Paul. Mm-hmm. Yep. And then Paul's just basically their little bitch for the rest of the movie. They also beat the hell out of the girl, too. Like, when they first bust in, they, yeah. they, they slap her to the ground and kick her in the stomach and shit. And then, like, they're super, like, it's weird because they're super violent to the mom and the daughter first. Then mm-hmm. it's like, well, not until 2 a.m. will we murder you. you yeah, know, we can't have blood Almost everywhere. like they kill you early in the morning. Right. And then, so we're going to throw you in the basement. And then it's like... Then it's just like these weird, wacky, like, well, maybe I can get them to turn on each other things. So mm-hmm. so now Paul is like kind of convinced that they're part of it, but like he's into deeper something. Mm, yeah. Because they make him answer the phone and like, well, you can't come here. Right. Remember what you did? You were fucking her. Like, <laughs> yeah, Josh. stop calling here, you <laughs> asshole. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She's like, I just put her on the phone. I want to know she's OK. It's like, no, she's in trouble. She's, like, she's fucking crazy. I do like when they first put them in the basement. Like the mom or, or no, uh, Christie's immediately like, I'm going to bust out this window and, and scream for help. And her mom is me like, no, they'll hear you. Don't do that. No, it's the other way around. The mom like there, there's like it's one of those like barely a window, like yeah, just for ventilation windows. Like yeah. it's like three inches high kind yeah. of window. And she gets a broom and just breaks the glasses like help, yeah. help. And then like she has to tackle the mom like they're okay. going to hear you. Right. Like because again, the mom is just fucking worthless. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. then they're just like sitting on the stairs and they're like. Wait, what about these storm doors? We can get out this way. And they both just kind of look at each other approvingly like, yeah, good plan. Let's do that. And then they don't do it for like another 30 seconds. And then when they start to do it, 
Paul's just standing there like you fucking idiots. And yeah. then <laughs> this is when, that's that's actually, when she drops yeah. all the knowledge. Yeah. Yeah. Like he's, he's out by outside, like chaining up the storm yeah. doors. And he's like, we well, you know, Paul, they're actually married. All, yeah. You know, all that. Stuff. That's where that. Comes yeah, that's from. where that and comes from. it slams Christie's finger in the door. And this becomes I don't know, like this just like Christie is just like, ow, this my finger. And they spend so much time like tending to her finger and like wrapping it up. And it's like, hurt. oh, your poor finger. But the mom has just been punched around and it's like, yeah, <laughs> thrown. They thrown both got downstairs. thrown down the stairs. Well, look, the mom in the wheelchair got pushed down the stairs. They, they forgot to write her feelings. <laughs> oh, <that's, laughs> yeah, I guess so. Yeah, yeah, they didn't write anything else about her. They didn't give her like internal, you know, feeling. <sighs> yeah. Yeah. But anyway, like they they do that. They. They knock Paul around. She gets away for a little while because mm-hmm. she's able to get a knife. I believe well, they they um they cut the power or no no they have this plan. They're like yep like this, the, now the third time they've been locked in the basement. Yeah. The plan is I got to go to the bathroom. Yeah, well they 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 they, they the junction box is downstairs where the person mm-hmm. got electrocuted. She busts out like, oh, I took shop class and I don't know what the hell I'm doing and all this stuff. You know, no, no, not not, yeah, not yet. I know. But like, she just knows all about the electrical stuff. Right. She's like, mom, I want you to cut the main breaker, but wait 20 seconds from the time you hear the door close. Yes. And then we see the plan unfold. Like, we don't see them concocting it, just that we hear that part. And, and then she's at the door, like yelling for Brenda. And she's like, Brenda, I need to pee. And she's like, well, piss in the corner. You're like, yeah, but the cops will find the pee and they'll, they'll throw off <laughs> they'll your plans. They'll find traces of urine and, and that then will throw off Like, your why plan. would there be pee in her? And she's like, fine, I guess. <laughs> So she takes her upstairs and like the mom is like dramatically one Mississippi <laughs> two Mississippi. Yeah. And then, I do like that. You hear that voiceover as right. she's walking through mm-hmm. the house, but they f- get to a point where she just cuts the lights off and then Brenda just, she like knocks her over in the dark. And, you know, even though we can see what's going on, they treat it like the house is completely yeah, dark. This is like, like you can't see black, shit, but we can mm-hmm. see where yeah, we can see is. everything's happening. Yeah. So she sneaks off to the kitchen, gets a butcher knife. I mean, she runs right by oh, yeah. brother dude. Yeah, yeah. Like, like literally yeah. runs yeah. by him like, and somehow point. he doesn't see her. I, I, the movie actually makes like this whoosh. <laughs> this, yeah. This, oh, <laughs> yeah, there, there's, she does an action roll at one point. It actually does the whoop noise like as she goes yeah. by. Mm-hmm. But she grabs a butcher knife and then like Paul stalks her into the kitchen and then he's, she slashes his arm pretty good. She slashes the brother. Yeah, yeah not the Paul. Paul not Paul. The, uh, yeah, the Paul's just dude. kind of drinking in the other room mm-hmm. like, what's going yeah, on, you guys? Yeah, they're like, what's Paul to? He's like finishing off the whiskey and it's like, Fuck! I hate villains in movies so much. It's like you can't not be a dumbass for one night. Well, he's sad because his whole his love is gone. I, I I'm just saying, in general, fucking villains in movies are the worst. Yeah. Uh, a because they're doing crimes, but B because it's like they're bad at crimes. Yes. But it pisses me off. It's like just just don't, execute for one don't day. Fucking get drunk, high, do something stupid. You don't have to fuck for six hours. Like just. Everything that's going to fuck just you up. Yeah, just execute your plan. execute your plan. Stay yeah. focused. Yeah, stay frosty, motherfuckers. <laughs> um, Christy gets upstairs um, and reveals that she has a Swiss Army knife. No, no, this was after she she did tag Paul in the leg with the with the big knife. Yeah. But then, like, he's like, oh, maybe this would help and flips on a lighter, which she's just like, oh, he could see me. And then <laughs> doesn't even, like, attempt to, like, throw the knife like you would throw the knife. She oh, just, no. she, she just kind of goes, Whoa! Yeah, she, <laughs> she just kind of <laughs> tosses, tosses the, it towards uh, him. Like, this this uh, was after, like, she there were there were chances, like, when the whole pancake debacle thing happened yeah. and they got in a fight. They had guns and they dropped them and she ran right past them. She and ran past guns and phones and, and everything. Yeah, because it's it was like it was infuriating. There was the, and then when she's like, it's dark and she's running around. She runs up to her room, gets her Swiss Army knife, as you said. 
She, she, also, has, she has a phone in her yeah, room. She doesn't use that either. But reach out and call for help. What she uh, scream for help. Yeah. <laughs> but, but what she does do is set up. She's she goes yeah. in the bathroom and resets up the the, the mousetrap plot mm-hmm. of the gas explosion. But then it doesn't pay off during this scene. No, no. It It's like, OK, well, that's going to obviously come back later because they get her. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She just surrenders herself. Yeah. After well, they, doing they that. Get, the lights come back on and they come back. St- and then Josh is showing up at the door. Right. Mm-hmm. And it's like one o'clock. Yeah. And he's like, that's literally the that's when Lacey, the brother guy's name is yeah. Lacey, mm-hmm. is like, all right, time to die, little girl. And he's strangling her mm-hmm. over like the edge of the yeah, stairwell. That's and that's when the doorbell rings. Yeah. And it's like, it's take Josh. care of it. Yeah. yeah and, and they're like, take care of it, Paul Fox. And yeah. he's like. Fucking look at me, man. Yeah, he's just like my face. Like he's got a black eye. <laughs> he's been stabbed in the leg. Yeah. He's yeah. like, I can't answer the door like this. And they're like, we got to send her. You know, and they basically pull the mom up from the basement and are like, all right, if you do anything, we're gonna shoot her in the head, yeah. and then we'll shoot him in the head. So get rid of him. So she she talks. Josh is like, it's one o'clock. Let me in. And yeah, and he's like, why are you still dressed? He's like, she's I like, was I was doing homework. You stupid idiot. Yeah. Get away from me. I don't even love you. And fuck, like, why did you have yeah. painful sex with me? And stuff? Yeah, it was the worst. Like there was a scene earlier where they were just walking down the street and she's like, I'm never having sex again. That was the worst experience. Yeah, because he's trying yeah. to do like, you know, it's not going to be like that next time. You know, just got the pain thing out of the way. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. And she's like, like, nope. She's like, no offense, <laughs> but uh. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, it's not even the guy who like turned a woman to lesbianism. Instead, it's not like, all right, I'm, I'm just, I'm giving up on men. I'm doing this. No, it's not even that. It's like I'm giving up on sex completely. Broke her sexually. This is for how life. bad the sex was with you. Yeah. So she's giving him the business at the door, but then internally she's saying, "Please see in my eyes that they're in here and going to murder us." This yeah. pisses me off. <laughs> this was the point of the movie that pissed me off so much. Because this was your fuck you moment. It was because I'm like, have you never <laughs> silently mouthed something to me? Like, <laughs> yeah, you know, yeah. I know that only works for the video, but like <laughs> you can un- you can mouth the words help me and people be like, she said, help yeah. me. Yep. I better Get not react. The police. Yeah. yeah. The police. I yeah. mean, you could literally whisper it. They wouldn't hear that shit. Mm-hmm. But no, it's just like instead she just she berates just, him until he leaves, and somehow it but fucking works. She psychically later, like as he's walking down the driveway, is like, "I hope he heard me in my brain and understood that we're in trouble." And all of a sudden he goes, "You could just see him turn and just go, they're in trouble," and he goes running off, mm-hmm. and then come back comes back later with her, his dad, the police commissioner. Yeah, who they have a conversation where it's basically like. Now, do you believe me, Dad? And he's like, "Well, damn right I do." Because they got they somehow got in a fight again, and a gunshot went off. That's when he's like, "Oh, okay. I believe you now." Yeah. Call out everybody, right? Which they don't. I mean, not immediately because no. like he just lets his son yeah. charge to the house. They yes. go into action mode, and like you know, he's like, well, you, "You go yeah, around be, back." Because what's happened is they put them back in because it's not two o'clock. They're yet. back in the basement yet. Can't kill them yet. And. Christy is set up. This is when she's gone into I took shop class. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so she's been doing all this cutting and slicing at the at the junction box and turned on the, the faucet that's right above the junction box that her stepdad put there. Paul Fox. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And uh, so uh, they so the water is just pouring over this thing and they get dragged back up to the house again. And at some point they're like, come on, power, come on, power. And Paul's like, the fuck are you talking about the power? 
And then finally, the power goes off. So mm-hmm. that's the mom. Like the one thing the mom does is elbow Brenda, who had her at gunpoint. Yeah. And that's what the, she like goes Wah! and like shoots the gun. And that's when the police chief right. is like, I believe you now. Let's go get him. Yeah. Son. Mm-hmm. So Brenda goes down to the basement because she's been ordered to go down yeah, to the basement to turn the, the power yeah, get on. Get the power back on. And man, I think it's actually this time when she does the the combat rolling gets the whoop noise because I think it was even funnier because it was like it's the dramatic last like every all the all the Rube Goldberg shit is about to come together. Yeah. And it's like you just put a cartoon whoop noise yeah, in there. You did. <laughs> Someone in the editing bay was like, what if we put this in here? <laughs> and then, yeah. Yeah. So Brenda goes down and is like main breaker. She just touches the yeah, box. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Yeah. She doesn't and even open it. Her hand starts to fry and they just blow back her hair and she just goes into full like being electrocuted mode. Yeah. And it's funny because the effect stops before she does and then it kind of kicks on again before she finally falls over um, to which like her husband brother goes down and and or is here's the screaming and it's just like, wait, yeah. what? Yeah, because I think he was about to murder her again. And yeah, he was she, about to murder. The yeah, mom. he was. I think it was. I think he had the gun on Christy. Was, was this like, when Christy stabs him with the knife in the hand into the stair? That's, that, that's right before. Yeah, that okay. was like that, right, that, that happens right before right they before decide the they're going to shoot yeah. her. Yeah, okay. this this was basically like the thing because it, him like he pulled the Swiss Army knife out of his hand and was like, "Fuck all this! I'm going to shoot you right here and right now." Yeah. Mm-hmm. and that's when you hear Brenda get electrocuted, okay. and it's like, no, it's not even that. No, it's not. No, because the power went out, and then they sent her down. Yeah, he goes after the mom. Paul goes after her. Yes. And right. they send Brenda down to get fried. Yes. Which mm-hmm. happens. Yes. Uh, meanwhile, he, he's just stalking around looking for the mom until he hears Brenda screaming. And then he okay. runs because he's he's pistol whipped the mom. Yes. And he's about to shoot her. Right. And that's when you hear Brenda scream. Yeah. So he goes there. Meanwhile, Paul goes upstairs. Paul goes upstairs to find to find uh, the daughter. Christy, yeah. Yeah. Christy. And. You know, because the lights are out, he's got his lighter again. Yes. He's walking and around with his lighter. we all know where this is going. And this lighter is fucking supercharged. Like, this lights the whole room. Oh, yeah. This, yeah. She's hiding on the opposite end of her bed and throws, rolls a tennis ball across the floor that bumps into the bathroom door. Mm-hmm. And he's like, aha, she's in the bathroom and turns around, opens the door with his megawatt lighter going. And holy shit. This room fucking explodes and you, yeah. they blow this dummy across the room. Yeah. And then the entire room is on fire and a bookcase falls on Christy and you continue to see just like Paul just charred to death. Yeah, you get a nice charred shot of Paul. <laughs> yeah. And I love like this is the point where like, you know, the the, the police commissioner and his son are like running to the house at this point and, then, yeah. and he's like, holy shit, that's Christy's room. <laughs> and then you get this shot where he is just like <laughs> fucking best pussy I ever had. <laughs> He just goes yeah. full of running full speed yeah. through the plate grass windows. He just yeah. defenestrates through the window. <laughs> it's just like, like, I'm coming for holy you. Holy shit, is. Dude, He doesn't just, even slow no, down. No. It's like, holy He just fucking Kool-Aid mans God. that and just keeps going. <laughs> yeah. I it, was just like. It does not affect him at all. <laughs> yeah. I mean, we need to give him that. That's just like, you know, the, that joke. Hey, my parents aren't home. Yeah. You know, yeah. just yes. so <laughs> <laughs> just coming through the I'm door. <laughs> Did you say your parents are home? Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, oh. yeah, he runs up, whisks her out of the room, but it's on fire. Yeah. And, and the music's all dramatic because oh, yeah. the, the police, the police commissioner rescues the rescues, helps the mother up. Yep. And yep. then it's just like the entire everything emergency is at their house. Yeah. Once again, the 81st responders have shown up and they're all just like hut, hut, hut through well, the house. The and rich white people in town have I, problems. Yeah, so, you that know, does make sense. But, but I mean, like the, the firemen, like, don't even wait for the truck to come to a stop before there's like. 
16 of them jump off the truck and run for the house. And they're axing their way through the door. Meanwhile, <laughs> cops are just guns drawn, pointed at the house, like, don't you fucking move, yeah. house. <laughs> yep. You'll go from the slab to the slammer, <laughs> you son of a bitch. Yeah. And then the movie, like, acts like it's wrapping up, and you're like, wait, no, there's one more dude. Yeah, where did yeah. the other dude go? <laughs> but they're just acting like, yeah, well, that was a shame about your house. You just stay here in Josh's yeah. bedroom christy and you'll feel better yeah, soon it's the com- police commissioner's house nothing can possibly happen here well well we're gonna leave you alone and yeah. go somewhere else everyone's mm-hmm. leaving now we'll see you later we'll send josh in to keep you company if i if you know what i mean yeah. <laughs> you know yeah it's like no <laughs> <laughs> so she so christy is like napping and hears a noise and she's like mom and doesn't get an answer and then like Josh and then doesn't get an answer and then Josh kind of just explodes into the room and you're like why the fuck didn't you say anything when mm-hmm. I said your name but he's like fuck time now and she's like yes and so they, <laughs> they start making out and then all of a sudden there's just blood dripping everywhere mm-hmm. not for the original reason but because like in the pillow head on the area pillow yes in the pillow head area <laughs> <laughs> yep. and then remaining bad guys just there yeah Lacey's just standing like he clubs him clubs josh in the head with a trophy so was the blood from him or his his hand hand where he got stabbed okay i wasn't sure because i was like did he clock him with the candlestick once no no and then like that was from him just okay just being a bloody mess so yeah he candlesticks josh in the bedroom Uh uh-huh but she had been sleeping with a giant butcher knife under her pillow yeah and she She was pretty paranoid about everything yeah so i actually believe this Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and she rams it through his gut Yep. And then as he's not dying fast enough, she gets up and pushes it further into him. Yep. And he dies between a Larry Bird poster and <laughs> some hockey dude. Yeah. <laughs> I, yeah. That's another thing. It's like both, their, both their rooms are like, hey, teenagers. <laughs> sports. <laughs> he likes sports and she likes hunky guys. Well, <laughs> and maybe Roy Scheider. <laughs> yeah, we're never sure about that. I think it's supposed to be her dad on the wall, but yeah. it really looks like Roy Scheider. Yeah, and it was just like you know that that team dreamboat Roy yeah. Scheider and that one poster of whatever that dude is that just says "looking good, looking good, good man." Yeah. the The worst best sec decoration was the principal's office because there were like eighty sports pennants on the wall, and they were all different teams, different states, different everything, and they were all conflicting. It's like you can't support all of these teams. Like, you can't be yeah. a Redskins and a Cowboys fan. And yeah, you got to pick a team, yeah. asshole. Yeah, and, and it was just... Detroit Lions and the Christians. <laughs> I, don't, exactly. I don't know much about sports. Now, to be fair, all the interiors were filmed in London, and they probably didn't know shit about mm-hmm. it. So they were just like, yeah, sports. Put the sports things up on mm-hmm. the wall, because America's sports. So, anyway, th- th- she murders that man, and then is just like... Hey, Josh, you okay? Yeah, and then just says, <laughs> well, now they're going to believe me. Blam credits. <laughs> yeah, she calls the police commissioner. Yeah. At her house. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes, at her house. She says, Hello, Commissioner. Do you believe me now? <laughs> I think I think she goes, I think you're gonna believe me now. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then that song about Christy. The Stargrove song starts. It no, is it is not, not a Stargrove Star song. I, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm, Just because it mentions a character in the movie. It's Josh singing to Christy. Oh it's no, not. It's, it's not. It's 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 super vague, and we've already said that vague things that mention a title character don't count. Yes. Because it is super vague. It's like shadows creeping in and it's asking it, her it, if she's afraid. It starts to get to like it's describing the plot. But then it's just like that could also mean like, are you afraid to have sex for the first time? Yeah, which was part of the movie. No, no, super vague doesn't count. Nope. Stargrove, no, nope. no, nope. in my heart, you have nope. been outvoted, sir. I'm just saying, in my heart. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's in know, my heart it, spreadsheet, it, it can, <laughs> I'm uh, writing down Stargrove. It can right be, now. Uh, you, you know, you can do whatever you yeah, want. Christy, Thanks. I can be Christy. Yeah, you can do whatever you want, man. Cool. <laughs> <laughs>
Yeah. So, I guess we have to rate this. We do. <laughs> Man. Mm-hmm. <sighs> I, you know, this is one where I actually... It worked in what it was doing because it provoked reactions out of me constantly. You know? And I'm like... I'd rather have that than a movie that I just don't give a shit about. Mm -hmm. Whereas I gave almost too much of a shit for how incompetent all these people in this movie were. Like literally everyone on every count is completely incompetent and terrible at what they're trying to do. Mm -hmm. Like they stumble over just anything that's in the room that they can trip on. It's like, Oh, (laughs) you know, they like everything is wrong about them. There's this weird blend of like fifties melodrama thing going on but set in the 80s with tits and violence and swearing. And it's just like... Oh, they start dropping some hard stuff towards the end. Yeah. Like, he's, yeah. 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 Lacey's he's dropping the C-bomb a lot. Yeah. I mean, it is, it is just like... It's got this weird sleaziness to it. And it's just... It's made even weirder by the fact that the kids that are in this movie actually look like teenage kids. Mm-hmm. In you a know, sense, like people who would not be like made plain to be in an exploitation movie. It's like, no, these really seem like you probably abuse these kids. Yeah. <laughs> like yeah. they didn't and know they, what they were signing up for. And then that music that just makes no sense whatsoever for the movie. It's just it's this is a special blend of everything really weird. And I think I have to go five jocks on it because like this is one of those movies like you have to watch this movie. That's all I can say is like if you enjoy this show and what we do, this is like. How how does this become as entertaining as this is? Because you think about something like Dangerous Men, which is all like the random bullshit, stupid stuff. Like it's a lot of the same things that are happening in here. Mm-hmm. Like granted, like like tangentially, like the, that movie's nothing like this one. No. Yet there's a lot of similar stuff in it, and the and that similar sense of like, the fuck is this doing? <laughs> you know, but this is this pays off. In all the ways, because I mean, like the bad guys fucking get it rough, Yep, mm-hmm. which is what you want in a movie that has set up these people like this. Mm-hmm. But I just love how the switch flipped for me, how in the first half I was like, man, fuck Christy, <laughs> like for real, like I would not be friends with you. I would like it, it, because she's basically like, all right, you know, after after all the shit has gone down, there's a point where she tells Josh, she's like, all right. I just need you to break into her house. I'll keep guard. <laughs> I'll watch outside. All you have to do is break in and steal something, you know, like, and it's like, and he's like, no, the fuck is wrong with you? And, they're, they're and that in- was what I'm saying the whole first half of the movie. I'm like, the fuck is wrong with you? When the car plot comes up, he's like, he's like, she's like, I'm going to steal my mom's car, but you need to drive because I don't have my license. And he's like, you're going to steal a car, but you're worried about getting a traffic ticket. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> yeah there's so much random craziness i i have to recommend it okay i I have to say five jocks i mean it is it is that insane you need to watch this oh you're waiting on me Mm. ah okay (laughs) i am trying to view this as how we view things because okay well no, no i'm just being like there are things about this movie that actively make me angry, so it feels like it's weird to try to give it five jocks. Mm-hmm. I was sitting at a four, mm-hmm. but based on our scale of how much do we recommend this movie, it I'm trying to I'm trying to say like I think it's a five jocks worth of recommended. Like if I were rating it, like I 
there are just a couple things that want me want me to bring it down because like I you know getting infuriated at like her survival sense at certain points in the movie, mm-hmm. it just gets me so angry. Where it's like, I I don't know, just like the picture thing, like going back into the house, like that's really dumb. It's like. All right, you failed this one. Let's try again later. Like you'll get it eventually. You know, like this guy. This guy is kind of a fuck up. You are too. But just like, you know, let's fucking call a mulligan on this one because, like, yeah, you, you just know. whoops, darn, mm-hmm. I lost the yeah. picture. Oh well, tomorrow I won't. Yeah. <laughs> but then, like, you know, tomorrow at noon when they're fucking <laughs> random things saving her, and then it fucking up by like not doing the right thing with Josh showing up and just not doing like the I I will talk really quietly so that they can't hear me and murder my mother. But yeah. You but know, it just, works out even better because mm-hmm. she uses her psychic power. <laughs> sure, yeah. So I don't know. Uh, yeah, fine. Five. It, it's. It's. I'm just saying this movie is fucking grudging. Five. It's jocks. a begrudging five jocks because, like, yeah, this movie. You need to see this movie. It's so fucking weird, and sometimes infuriating, but sometimes amazing. And the music is all over the place, which is kind of like hilarious. Like it's. I mean, I've heard bad movies, bad music, and movies. But like this is bad music in an incredibly entertaining way for the most part. Like somehow, like I mean, at one point the chase thing where it was just like I was just busting into like a Frank Sinatra style, like chasing you on my bike because it's just like <laughs> yes, <laughs> it's just the music that is playing. Um, yeah, yeah, I, yeah. This movie's yeah. You need to watch it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you really do. And watch it with friends. It could be yeah. fun. Um. I was worried going into this because it was six years ago that I really loved this thing. And, uh, you know, times change and, you know, people mm-hmm. change. Yeah. Hairstyles change. Interest rates fluctuate. Mm-hmm. Um, I, you know, just like sensibility or just something about, I was worried like, Oh, this is, I'm not going to be able to laugh at certain things that I laughed at before because they're horrific. No, I fucking laughed at everything that I mm-hmm. laughed at the first time. I'm sorry. As bad as that, as, as horrific a visual as that sex scene is between Christy and Josh. That is the funniest fucking shit I've ever seen mm-hmm. because like it cuts from this is going to be a nice tender teenage romance scene to him just going to pound town and her going, this is the most pain I've ever had in my life. And him being like, well, okay, but I'll be done soon. So <laughs> I know like, I, I feel bad because like if you're watching the live stream, when we were first talking about this, I'm cracking up laughing. Understand I'm not laughing at the act of this. I'm acting at the juxtaposition yeah. of, of of exactly what you just said, where it was like, <laughs> it is like, you know, all but cutting away to a fireplace as they gently have make love yep. to <laughs> violent, bloody fucking. You know, and just, her just crying. Yeah, yeah. It's like. And it's just, yeah. It's and her just, kind of just dismissing it like, yeah, whatever. This really hurts more than anything I've ever experienced mm-hmm. ever. And him like being like, cool. Yeah. <laughs> and just mm-hmm. while this sweeping romantic music plays, it's just, it's like I said earlier, every time, every opportunity this movie had to make a choice, it chose the wrong one. And yet somehow still. I don't know if that's the wrong one. Portraying the sex that way. I, I, mm. I mean, technically it's accurate, but yeah. it's like, what are you doing, man? This is a mid eighties movie. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so yeah, I mean, obviously five jocks. I'm giving it five jocks. That's okay. that's just okay. why wouldn't I? But um, yeah, just a, how how you get from the the start of this film to the end, and to be able to talk about it and say, well, yeah, I got there, and everything made, and like the bad guys got what they deserved, and everything worked out. But it's like the journey. Holy shit! Like getting there from point A to point B to point C. Holy shit! 
It's yeah. just every... It's insane. Every choice along the way is just... I just keep going back to the police chief sitting in that chair, just swaying back and forth with this look on his face like, yeah. and it's like, what's the deal with this guy? What's going on here? But mm-hmm. it's like, oh, nothing is. It's just a weirdly directed moment. So, yeah, mm-hmm. you really need to watch Scream for Help. Yep. So, I have a question. Does anybody really need a break? Like, are you, is anybody actually going to get up and do anything? I'm not. No. So I would like to do something mildly unprecedented. What? And say that there isn't... I mean, if you want to cut, like, right now and put in a break music just yeah. because that's what we do, Yeah. I just really want to, like, continue the conversation. Okay. Because I have, I have the strangest, not planned, I promise you, parallel movie to talk about the second half. Okay. Um, well, I have no reason to get up. So. Okay. Nope. Well, let's just do it. Same I'm just here. saying, like... I this is so weird and like the whole time I'm watching this movie I'm like I can't fucking believe the weird coincidence of me deciding to watch the movie I watched and this movie happening before my eyes. Okay. Um I I want to talk about the movie Mandy. All right. The, the oh. Nicolas Cage thing. Uh-huh. <sighs> Which everyone right. has said we need to see. Well, buckle up folks cuz <laughs> we're not watching this for the Banff cast. Okay. And, but however, just paralleling this movie is in terms of all over the placeness and ultimately what the movie ends up being by the third act, it's fucking bizarre that we I watched this movie just like last night and we did this movie tonight. Okay. And I was planning on talking about it in the second half. Let me get it out of the way because if, if you're a, a big fan, immediate fan of Mandy, I'm sorry. I did not like it. So I'm going to just, <laughs> plain as English, put that out there. And then I'm going to attempt to possibly put more salt in the wound but yeah um okay i i think maybe i can begin to comprehend why people say they like this movie i do question how many people actually like this movie to be honest with you (laughs) and i i there's a there are a lot of ingredients that i know people can latch on to like, I know a lot of people are big fans of Nicolas Cage being as wacky and weird and screamy and everything that he can possibly be. That That's there. Mm-hmm. It's, I feel, even if that's what your motivation is, he has done that so much better and with more passion in other movies that it feels like that this is a weird thing to latch on to. Now, if you are hoping for some stop making bajillion Bulgarian movies, Nicolas Cage and some sort of, you know, second coming of Nicolas Cage to happen, maybe this is a reason to get excited because it does kind of feel like that he's back. Stallone cop land like, you know, is Nicolas Cage back in the big leagues kind of thing. Right. And so, like, if you've been rooting for that, I can see why you know this movie might excite you. But I don't feel that he is dialed in in the way like there's still a, a, a sadness and given up on life like quasi Bruce Willisness to his performance mm. even in this I'm saying like yeah I understand. He, he's crazy you know and and screaming and everything but it's like you're not the Nicolas Cage you once were like you, your heart's not really in this going through the motions. yeah you're kind of going through the motions and you're doing the Al Pacino latter day Al Pacino thing like you know this is what people want to see and you're just kind of doing it and you don't your, your heart's not really in it mm. like I'm all for celebrities getting a second chance and you know like getting repopular again i mean i think we've been there for dolph all along we've been saying you know where's dolph been why did he disappear and 
you yes. know, he's coming back. You know, the 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 lung renaissance is back. Yay! And mm-hmm. you know, we are we're witnessing it. And, you know, he's back in Creed too. It's like you know, he's been in bigger profile things. He's doing commercials, like playing up on his whole image. Yeah. You know, he's he's back. Um. So okay, I you know, if there's that and like it's 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 some trickle of like Nicolas Cage hope. Okay, I guess I'll give you that. Now, the movie is visually fascinating. Mm-hmm. I will I, I will also give you that. Um, another strange parallel to, like I said, the the number of parallels between Mandy and this movie are kind of insane. They're not remotely close, other than Mandy is for some reason a period piece. I believe it takes place in 1983, so very close very to close. this. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, the opening credit song, like all the music, is done by one person. But the opening credit song in Mandy is done by King Crimson, which is like hmm. even weirder because here's another prog rock group doing a thing like John Anderson at the end credits of, of yeah. you know, mm-hmm. Scream for Help. Yeah. And it's just like, OK. And so like <laughs> this opens up and it's like this is happening. And like the whole thing has this Roger Dean heavy metal slash prog rock crazy like aesthetic thing to it that nothing feels like real life. You know, this like, you know. Boris Vallejo cover come to life in the Pacific Northwest kind of feel to it. Mm-hmm. Um, so like visually it's, it's very interesting. However, like the movie's tone is just all over the place from scene to scene. Like it, and it, to me, it never, it never solidifies into being something interesting. Um, Andrea Roxburgh, I believe is her name, um, is the main, she's Mandy in the movie. Okay. Like I, I feel like she's giving an interesting performance. I don't know if it's a good performance. Like it's <laughs> right. like, I think, you know, she's going for it and she's doing like the, like, I mean, cause she's, a, she's a very pretty lady and it's like, they did the, the no makeup, like try to make her look real weird and not attractive thing, you know, to her right. in this movie. And it's like, I, I know that works and usually gets a pretty ladies Oscars, you know, when they do this <laughs> stuff. I mean, I'm sorry. It's just, it's a fucking fact. Mm, I mean, it, yeah. it's happened time yeah. and again. Yeah. Um, so, you know, I don't know if it's like, she honestly thought, well, I'll do this because, you know, that's how you get an Oscar um, thing or nomination or something. But, mm-hmm. uh, and then like, I don't, I don't want to be spoilery, but like where it goes in the latter second act to third act, is I mean really it's like the start of the second act it's like when you start to see where this movie goes it fucking goes weird places and there was one point I'm sitting watching this movie alone and again I don't want to be spoiler because I'm not saying don't watch the movie a part of me saying don't watch the movie but like another part is just like please watch it because I, I you know I don't know what to make of it kind of thing mm-hmm. it's it's unpleasant in a lot of ways and get visually engaging and then it will make you furiously angry in other ways just at like seriously what the fuck are you doing behind the camera here guy like what is what is this choice why did you make this choice but there is a point and i will just say because if you've seen the movie you'll know what i'm talking about it, it is a gearing up sort of montage of of sorts but it is the most ludicrous thing that comes out of left field and it's amazing, and I, I was sitting there watching the movie alone, and I audibly went, what the fuck am I watching right now? <laughs> like, it's that kind of thing. And I just, it, it feels, God, here, here we go. I'm about to really put the salt in the wound if you like Mandy. It, it feels like Panos Cosmatos and Max Landis would be best friends. Oh. 
And if that pisses you off, good. Because <laughs> they're very similar. Like, they both feel like, yeah, my dad was famous-ish, one arguably a lot more than the other. But they both have that, like, 30 to 40-year-old, like, I've lived off dad's money for a long time thing, but now I have to get a job because, you know, they weren't super duper famous. You know, money doesn't last forever, right. you know, like, and, and so, like, I had, you know, I've been kind of worthless and now I have to do a thing, but I don't really have the aptitude, just the name and some, you know, some sort of cash cachet about it. Um, and they both just feel like they don't know why you should make references or uh, allusions to other movies. They just do it. And, and with no forethought, and then people, for some reason, sometimes like it. You know, it's just people like, like references. Clever references are fine, and I feel like it's it's movies like this that like you know when people go like oh fuck references fuck everything it's like it's yeah because when it's in the hands of somebody like this it's like okay you just made the blank movie you know all the spoof movies of of trying to be serious thing right. where it's just like well, I have I have this reference and it's just like hey y'all remember this right. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah I, I do. A correct, a correctly deployed reference means it still works in the film, even if you don't know what the reference is. Mm-hmm. Whereas that's when references are. That's why references get a bad rap because so often it's been like I'm referencing a thing, yeah. and it's like it doesn't. You know, it's it's like that uh, Big Bang Theory where it's just like, where's the joke? All you did was mention a bunch of sci-fi and fantasy stuff in a sentence, and then the the crowd laughed at it. Yeah. You know, it becomes that thing where it's like, you're just, you're just calling out something. So people go, Oh, I like that. Yeah. I, I mean, I just, I feel like we're a year or two away before we have a Max Landis written George or Panos Cosmatos directed movie. It just, it feels like that needs to happen because I feel like they're on the safe wavelength. I feel like there are moments in the movie that exist solely like some sort of, cum stained version of Fangoria magazine where it's just like the, what was the point of that like why why would you do that and like you know why do you, why do you find that fascinating yeah like I mean like gore for gore's sake and and things like that that are just so out of left field and also just kind of like general weirdness for no purpose mm-hmm. and then sort of by the end it's just like well what like I mean like was this <laughs> You know, was this was was what was happening blown out of proportion and there's a logical explanation or is it uh, fantastical in nature? You know, it's just like it kind of ends and it's like, I don't know. Yeah. You know, and uh, yeah, I, I didn't like it. And I, I don't think I can say anything more about it. I, I, I just. I don't like it. <laughs> <laughs> like, I mean, it, okay. it looks good. And I mean, I mean, part of me was actually like kind of curious like i know this was a low budget movie you know type of deal but like the fact that this was shot this way and and the and the technology is so readily available i was like did they not shoot this movie in 4k because like the colors and all that stuff are scream like look at our hdr and high definition stuff with this you know trying to look like a a cheesy grindhousey exploitation thing mm-hmm. right you know but it's like but all of the but it's like trying to do aronofsky level visuals oh. you know and it's just like all right i don't it was just exhausting like by the time it was over it was like there are there are bits of it that are really good and 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 progress in a way that you want them to but then it will just veer off and have a heavy metal style music or animated sequence just for a few seconds and it's like what like does i you know Speaking of Aronofsky, it's like, is that 
Is this actually a metaphor? Or did you just like that? That would be cool. Can so we it's get... like latter day Oliver Stone movies, where it's just like cartoons would show up in the middle of natural born killers and shit. But he had a style. Like, yeah, he yeah. did. I mean, he has a style, and it either works for you, or doesn't. This just feels like we did it because I thought that would be cool, mm-hmm. and it and it adds nothing. Like the things in natural born killers, like when it suddenly becomes a sitcom, is to you know show you how her you know you're you're watching this horrific thing happen presented like a haha laugh track sitcom you know and it's it's supposed to be like how one becomes de- desensitized to all this shit i mean whatever i'm not gonna go on a defend oliver stone kind mm-hmm. of kick but i'm just saying right. like that that's a guy who knows what he's doing and is making the choices for a reason whether they work or not is entirely you know your prerogative i feel like these were just like yeah it, it'd be cool if we had this <laughs> And it's like, well, why, Pan? And it's like, because. Yeah. Because <laughs> I want it. Fair enough. Yeah. I, like I said, it just it, it just feels like a Fangoria heavy metal wank fest. It just, it's like all the people that are like strangely a little too into that, like, you know, got together and made a movie. Hmm. You know, like I said, I, I, I'm all about horror and I, you know, I don't mind gore. I don't like it. This is why, you know, I talked a little bit about why I didn't like Hellraiser. It was just like, well, okay, I get, I get the impressive, you know, special effects and visual effects for the time, but why? Like, <laughs> you know, like you got to give me a reason too. It can't just be like, look at this. Yeah, yeah. You know? So, I yeah, we yeah, we definitely would never. I, I went ahead and watched it because it's two hours long. We'll never we'd mm-hmm. never do it for the Bamcast. You know, <laughs> yeah. it's, it's a. I mean, it's a solid two hours. So, mm. yeah. Meaty two hours. Yeah, I. Hmm. Oh well. Yeah. Well, it's a thing. It's uh, weird. No, that's what happens when you go for style. Like either you know you're automatically eliminating some of your audience, mm-hmm. and well, and when you go for style in the horror genre, it's almost like a double elimination because you get some people who are like, "I like horror movies," but then you're like, "This style sucks." Mm-hmm. So and it's arguably not a horror movie. Okay. I mean, it is because of what happens if if in the very definition of like horrific things happening yeah um and and even by my standards of you know i think i think the scariest movies are things that can conceivably happen because people Mm -hmm. are terrible or you know even i'll I'll give a pass to something like alien because it's like yeah it's conceivable that you would come across an organism whose sole purpose is to gestate and murder you you know like i mean it's plausible you know like Mm. silence of the lambs is far scarier than a freddy krueger you know like because Real serial killers are fucking crazy, and they exist, and they will do terrible things. That should keep you up a lot more than some, you know, guy in a melted William Shatner mask. You know, like it's just—I I mean, like there's no reason to be as scared of of fucking paranormal shit. <laughs> it just—it doesn't exist. It's fun to drop your guard and not be an asshole and be like, "Well, you know, ghosts don't exist." And it's like, "Well, okay," but if I'm watching paranormal activity, it's like if I turn my brain off and go like, "Ooh." spooky ghost then <laughs> it's fun by the end of it i turn it off and i go like well there's no ghosts i can sleep well tonight <laughs> man i wish i was you <laughs> well no ghosts <laughs> good night everybody yeah i just i mean so like and that's the um, the, the ambiguous ambiguousness of uh mandy kind of pisses me off because it's like well was it just people or was there spooky shit like i you know, like, <laughs> like, like i need to know for my ability to sleep tonight you know I need to know if I can dismiss this or not. <laughs> yeah. Well, I ended People up dismissing it because it was like, yeah, whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. I, I don't know. It's just like I said, it's like pick pick a side and stop being so like, you're not the Terrence Malick of fucking horror here. 
Yeah. Well, yeah. Your dad maybe or maybe didn't direct Tombstone, okay? Get off yeah. your high horse. <laughs> Directed a rat movie, though. <laughs> that movie had style. Yeah. Yeah. But anyway, um, like I said, I don't know. I kind of want somebody out there to, like, I'd like to hear a defense of Bandy. And I'm, like I said, I know I'm being an asshole if you like it. I'm just, I'm stating my opinion. I'm not telling you you can't like it. Obviously, mm-hmm. you can like whatever you want. But yeah, I would like to, I would like to hear a valid defense thereof, like, because it didn't do it for me. Sorry, man. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Chuck Chuck retweeted something about it today, and I was like, oh, maybe Chuck saw it. I mean, he's going oh, yeah. to back me up. And then he's just like, yeah, I, don't I don't know. I was just helping it out. Yeah. Just getting the word out yeah. to all my peeps. I mean, it came, and I saw, and it went. Okay. Mandy. <laughs> I was not a fan of low. <laughs> oh. Anyway, so. um, anybody else got anything, or did I just monopolize the second half? No. I mean, I watched a couple things, but. I haven't watched shit. Nothing nothing worth talking about? Eh, I mean, I watched the Stepford Wives. The Frank Oz one. Okay, like the Nicole Kidman one. Yeah. All right. That's that's a movie. (laughs) Yeah. yeah, Mm -hmm. It's got some ideas in it, but man, it's got a lot of bad CG in it. Um, uh, I will say, just a recommendation, you should watch uh, Mr. Majestic, Charles Bronson, Mr. Majestic. Okay. I should. What year is that? 1974. Just Man, a general U. Was that a general U? Yeah. Okay. And just if you're hearing the sound of my voice, oh, okay. You should watch 1974's Mr. Majestic. Okay. It's fucking badass. All right. Like I need to watch more 70s Charles Bronson movies because man, that's some good shit. So. Okay. Same year as Death Wish, I think. So. Hmm. Man was working. Yeah. He was already old. Like in 74, like people were calling him old. And I'm like, I man, that, I watched that dude in 90s movies. <laughs> I thought his death wish was like late 70s. No? Mm, 74. Yeah. Okay. They waited a long time before they made a second one. And it was Canon who was like, you know, we should make another death wish. <laughs> I think it was Canon that made Michael Winter insane because it was after he started working for them that his movies went <laughs> fucking nuts. So, but yeah, I think it's on Amazon Prime. So, Oh, okay. Thanks. Sure. <laughs> You're welcome. That's all I got. Yeah. We got letters? Nah. Nah. We got voicemails? Nah. Tweets? Nah. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't looked, actually. Oh, but, okay. Yeah. Uh, it's fine. Yeah. yeah. We'll just wrap, this, wrap the shit up. Yeah. yeah. We need BJ here for that. Yeah. Anyway. Sure. The easiest thing to do if you want to get in contact with us and leave us all these various forms of communication, <laughs> head on over to bmfcast.com. Yep, there's buttons on the side for all of the yep. things. And basically anything slash BMF cast, you're going to find us. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Anything socially related. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Live streams on YouTube almost every week. Almost. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Plus, and, uh, we, plus, we have Patreon exclusive content. I know you love us talking about Patreon. And man, I bet you love everyone talking about Patreon. But here we are joining in the fray. Yep. Um, Patreon.com slash BMF cast. We have uh, bonus episodes, uh, timed exclusives. Voting polls for the Banffcast extra that Chuck and mm-hmm. I do. Mm-hmm. Um, random shit. Random shit that just Exclusive gets... Exclusive podcasts. Yeah, there's all video kinds of stuff. Games there's all stuff. kinds of stuff. Plus, we, you know... We give, we give so much shit on the Patreon. Plus, you know, you're like, just... Like, I'm on other Patreons, and I don't get anything out of them. Yeah. Cool. It's just like, thanks. Yeah. <laughs> like, Appreciate hey, you. Glad you're, you like you're us. You're just helping us do what we do. Keep the yeah. lights on, keep the internets going, and, yeah. you know, buy equipment when we need mm-hmm. it. Things yeah. like that. Yeah. It's come up. But <laughs> if you don't have any money... And Lord knows, not many of us have money anymore. Yeah. You do have a voice. Mm. And all you have to do is tell other people about the show. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Let other people know 
yeah. who have similar interests to yeah. your own. Yeah. When the when the episode goes live on Twitter, retweet it. Yeah. That's all we ask. When someone says, hey, I'm going to drive cross country over the summer, I need some podcast recommendations. Oh, man. Well, like, you know, here's a box of five or one bars and here's some podcasts. Exactly. Yeah. Mm. Give them a cell phone so they can call us on the Garfield phone <laughs> as they're driving. Before they die. Yes, please. Yeah. Not after. That would be yeah. spooky. <laughs> I'm for it, though. Mm-hmm. Yeah? Yeah. Okay. Yes. Yeah. If you here's, die, here's you still want to call us. <laughs> but yeah, but if they're going to call and leave us a voicemail, do it at 910-5-JOCKS-BMF. 910-556-9263. Yes. Call the Garfield phone. Please do. He's been so lonely. He's so sad. Yep. Yeah. It's like every day's a Monday for Garfield now. Hey, every day's a Monday for all of us right now. Mm-hmm. Amen, brother. Also, every it, day is a winding road. Except me. <laughs> yeah. What? I, you got... Uh, you broke out of the Mondays? Uh, next week I will. Oh, right, yeah. I will not be here. Yeah. You're going to some fucking fancy place. I'll be on vacation. Whatever. Yeah. Is there anything <laughs> like vacay? <laughs> yes. A vacay. Sweet. Oh, okay. All right, cool. Yeah, Good I'll, luck. I'll be vacating this state. Ooh. Hmm. Well, where will you be vacaying? <laughs> mm. A place that will give me unlimited drinks and food. Sweet. Yeah. It's a good place. Excellent. We'll place. see about the unlimited sex. That's probably not happening, but hmm. you know, drinks and food make up for it. Fair enough. Yeah. <laughs> Are, aren't you guys glad BJ is going to be back next week? Ah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yes, yes. I will go on record and say yes. I look forward to the return of BJ. <laughs> well, what the fuck is wrong with you two guys? I'm just here for the random noises like, tonight. <laughs> you missed that first 82 episodes with him. Yeah, yeah. We, we've just we've stockpiled just so many. It. We're oh, like, man, you, you have more BJ than yeah. I do. So. Yeah, man, I well, got way more BJs. <laughs> I wish. <laughs> uh, it's not too late. Keep up alive. Yeah, but no, I mean, yeah, the three of us. It's like you could replace any one of us at any point in time, and we're just like, oh, that's that's mildly sad. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, we've run our course. Yeah, you're perfect. Four hundred forty-one. Your perfect attendance record, on the other hand, is starting to get annoying, Chuck. Like, Sorry, miss an episode oh. just. Just okay. once. Yeah, Fine. you got to get sick or yeah, something. Just something. I've been sick. Like once. Yeah. Uh, you, like one voluntary, I'm not coming for Buckaroo Banzai. Then like, I think one sick, like your heart almost exploded or something. We're like, fine. <laughs> I guess you can stay home tonight, Mr. Bueller. <laughs> yes. I believe I was yeah. tweeting you from the ER. Sorry, folks. Can't make it. Uh, you yeah. guys are like, whoa, whoa. I do like that we, we promoted Chuck to a regular member and he promptly missed like three out of the next four mm-hmm. episodes. Yes, because I went to Chicago. And, and then the he has, flu. Oh, and then right, he yeah. has not missed three episodes. That's true. Yeah. In total. Yeah, no. In the... the 15 years since that happened mm-hmm. yeah yeah I'm, I'm a workhorse yeah clearly me i'm just like eh, i'm out this week yeah. later mm. yeah i got shit to do i got yeah. uh i got a nap. well no usually it's me it's like oh i'm working till 10 mm. yeah i think we want to wait and start the podcast at 10 how about that and yeah. you guys are like nah nah we got lives <laughs> nah nah <laughs> anyway yeah well, let's yeah. get out of here shall we let's i'm harlow i'm mackie i'm chuck and this is babcast out all right.